Got uh, Matt Pryor from a bunch of... One more time. Holy shit, I was on fire! You were were on fire. Yeah. Wait, what happened? uh, It was a mute situation. It was a mute situation? So was I coming in faintly? Uh, He was coming in. Cool, great. All right, let's do it. He's coming. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, welcome to Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it because he's practicing to replace Cash Hartzell on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) On this week's episode, we got Matt Pryor from music, Travis Millard from art, Tony Thaxon from finding his life and figuring it out. (laughs) We got uh, Greg fucking Heller Knight, Mike Henry, and a whole bunch of stuff. Adam's on his way to get some uh, beer, so uh, here's a theme song. Here you go. Once it starts. that all about what is that boo booing i like to see your submission to uh the uh thanks for tuning in jenna radio uh is a is a balmy tuesday night in los angeles california uh our producer is cash hartzel cash hi oh oh i get the third reich booze oh please please so soon so soon into it also, you're a big, white, blonde dude. You can't make Nazi jokes. It's just not allowed. And you're never allowed to say hi to your friend from across the world. Hey, hey, Jonah. Hi. 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 Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi. How are um, you? Hi, Heather. Um, uh, <laughs> Neil Mahoney is here. Let's see how much he'll remember into this podcast. Nailed it. Uh, and then uh, Adam, like I said, is uh, getting beer. Uh, so, shit. How, how do we start? We'll, we'll go from uh, uh, least famous uh, on up. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's mike henry uh mike henry from the smarties a very very great band uh thanks for coming uh by uh and then uh greg heller i i believe you're next um with uh, uh i'm more famous than mike henry it counts for very little you know what mike jumped the gun it was gonna be you first <laughs> it was gonna be you first uh outsmarted yeet beef um yeet beef uh and then uh next up would be uh, i'm gonna have to go with tony thaxton Hello. tony thaxton uh Just formerly sequence of uh appearances yes from the feliz navi pod podcast which yes. is uh is it but should we announce it uh is it ready to be announced that it's going to be available on a certain uh, on the the dorkest uh we'll <laughs> see i don't know maybe people no one listen wait to a this. minute how does one get that kind of a gig <laughs> you know what we'll get into that story in a little bit uh <laughs> Uh, coming up next on the famed ladder to success, it's actually it's it's a little tough right now because this guy is buzzing right now. But Travis Millard, uh, no way, no, yes, okay, no, no way. I, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. But what do you what do you guys think? Do you I think, think we should leg wrestle? For I wanted to see you guys try and figure out a leg wrestle in this tiny little space. <laughs> We're resourceful. Let's fl- let's flip a pick. Let's flip a pick. That makes for great radio. You know, it's blank on both sides. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. Seymour Duncan, you win. Not Seymour Duncan, you lose. Um, uh, Travis Millard. Uh, cool with my level of notoriety. 
Yeah, you're you're, you're doing fantastic. Oh, you. you got a lot of stuff going on. You 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 you, you got a stuff at a burger place. I do. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting my own hamburger. Yeah. Are you really? Well, we're is it going to be a Burger Boys? Burger. You and Jay Howell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've got a couple stickers here for you. A burger Boys stickers? Yes. Oh, nice. Are you guys going to try and pitch the Burger Boys cartoon? Because he's got some cachet right now. I that know, Jay Howell. I know. Gosh, I don't know. That okay, that he's, uh, awfully busy. Right Oh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. There's a lot sure. of things going on. The Burger Boys, um, you know, like uh, Saturday morning weather, you know, Saturday morning cartoon episodes is going to have to, like, probably 2015. 2015? I guess. You know, for animation's sake, that's really close. Well, <laughs> that's uh, not too far away. Yeah. No, uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, these are neat. Um... All right, and then our uh, main guest, uh, our out of towner, as I'd like to say, uh, is uh, he's been in, he's currently no, you guys that's still it's uh, the Get Up Kids, uh, New Amsterdam's, mm-hmm. uh, your solo project called Matt Pryor, not mm-hmm. too hooky as the others, uh, like the name I'm talking about that uh, all of a sudden sound like an attack on your music, and it wasn't. It was like I was acting like Matt Pryor was a name you just came up with. The, the let's start over. <laughs> Cash, redo the. I'm just gonna wait for you to dig yourself out of that hole. No, no, there was no doing it. I've had a long day. Got up and did morning radio. Uh, and uh, whoever I got to sound like you've been doing morning radio. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I, I, the, who, I can't. I got to figure out their names. It was like you know, uh, like. Uh, like Geech and Reagan, uh, Wait, is, they? they're from somewhere in Michigan, and they uh, they were the worst. They were the worst dudes. Like, uh, and I got into the Kumail stopped talking because he was just laughing too hard at them, and so he put his phone on mute. And then I just started like getting into the room with these guys. They're like, they're like, hey, weird out, weird out's got to be kind of weird guy. Like he puts shaved shaved gerbils up his butt, right? And right? And I was like, no, no, he's a really nice guy. But hey, you know what's crazy? You know, you get into the uh, Adam is here. Adam's here just because we uh, we should have start with you on the. Uh, totem pole of fame, um, but you're the bass, you're the rock, you're the weird little eagle with the the nose. Um, and then our, our our guest is uh, Matt Pryor. Matt Pryor, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Those people don't even seem to be excited about. It's like they're children. Is it children? Yeah, they're lackadaisical. So children aren't people. Well, I don't know, Jonah. Are they? No, that's what I'm trying to. That's, <laughs> I'm putting that. Don't put that on me. That was the bit I was doing to him. Um, Neil, do you have the sound for 35-year-old lifelong indie rock fans celebrating? No, you know what that sound is? You know what that, that sound is this. It's one hand clapping against some raw denim uh, while they hold a beer in the other hand. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't that just ordering a beer? Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, like uh, we're gonna we're gonna start off with a uh, song just to kind of uh, so we can turn that fan back on and cool off because it's fucking so fucking hot. But uh, I wanna uh, I, what do I want to listen to? I, like I have your I have a lot of your catalog here. I did some little choice picks. Oh, we're listening um, to me. We don't have to. We don't have to. Is that I weird? Don't, I don't care. You it seems like you do. <laughs> oh, I also forgot to say nothing to write home about podcasts. That's a, a podcast that I was on, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's your podcast. Travis was on. Travis was on. Tony it. will be on. He asked me to be on it about two years ago and, and forgot. Then never did it. Well, when, <laughs> did you put him on Felice Navi Pod? We just did. did that. Oh shit! That's why I gave him a ride here. Oh, that's all right. You sniped my guest. You piece of shit. <laughs> Is that that's a oh who's coming to town and then you fucking take my guest? I've known him for like ten years. Sure, sure. Indie rock, Midwest. Come on. <laughs> uh, we can, we can, we don't have to listen to this. Do whatever you want. It's your show. 
I was just fucking with you. All right, fine. Uh, well, no, now it feels weird. Now I don't want to. Or am I making it weirder? You're making it weirder. Okay, yeah, cool. All right, this is Don't Hate Me, uh, Four Minute Mile, the first full length from the Get Up Kids Matt's uh, band. All right, so good? Forgive me! Okay. Running up in fine, the one thing I have to do. That was Don't Hate Me by Get Up Kids. You said that you don't like your vocals on that album. Well, they're just not very good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the songs are bad. I don't think the lyrics are bad. It's just we recorded that record literally in two and a half days. No shit. Start to finish. We did. Got there Friday night and left late Monday morning, something. We only took breaks to sleep and watch The Simpsons. Of course. Yeah. And so we, yeah, so like we did like an EP in like one day, and we're like, oh, we can do four songs in one day. We can do eleven songs in two and a half days. Oof. All night. So just the vocals. If I had had more time, they would have. But 
then it would have changed everything. And that's true. I wouldn't yeah. be here today. Yeah, it's, a little, okay. it's a little mistakes that are you know if you yeah. if you take too much time on something, you can end up ruining it. Plus, you know? I don't want to sound like I'm complaining about it because I mean that's you know no that, no no. You seem really ungrateful. Thing. You seem really ungrateful. <laughs> Um, just wish people would leave me alone. <laughs> Matt, why do you hate your fans? Be honest. Because yeah. <laughs> they keep asking for that damn song. Uh, well, it was that song, you know, like uh, when that when that track came on, like it was, uh, you know, the keyboard was really exciting, and mm. uh, I just remember being uh, like kind of. And then when uh, the next album came out, the keyboard was a, a staple in the band. Yeah, was well, that because of uh, how fun? I think you we liked? all kind of got into the rentals at the same time. Are you, talk, are you talking uh, uh, Return like of Friends of P. Friends of P, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, the, the, the Moogs in that, or Moogs, Moogs. whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Moogs and Theremins. Yeah. <laughs> you got to know your room. Know your room. But it's, we, we would just call it Wii U, Wii U. Yeah. Wii U, Wii U. What is, your, what is your take on, now I find this to be one of the most underrated records, uh, is uh, Seven More Minutes by The Rentals. The one in, with Barcelona on yeah. it? Yeah. That record's amazing. I think it's amazing, but no it's, one ever talks about it. I like that. It's a great record. Okay, and we're talking about it now. He's making records again, right? Yeah, he had the he put out like a one EP, but he doesn't really use anybody. I thought the Rentals were putting out another record. That's they put what out I an heard. EP uh, not too long ago, and it was kind of, it wasn't as exciting, like you know, like because uh, you know, Return of the Rentals, the first record, Friends of P and Waiting and all that stuff. It's really you know nice. But and it's basically raw and a that dog record with. Matt exactly. On it. Yeah, exactly. But then that you know, seven Sorry. more minutes. It was uh, you know he. Pretty it's an much actual, like singer songwriter record. Yeah, yeah. I, I always think like it's like he heard uh, "End of the Century" by Blur uh, uh, off of uh, Park Life and was like, "Oh, I'll just make an entire record like this song." <laughs> uh, there's another thing I, I forgot to mention. Uh, Travis, uh, you did uh, the artwork for two or three, two full lengths, two full lengths, one split seven inch. Uh, yes. Is that right? Yep. Is that it? Anniversary. Yeah. Okay. But then you did some yeah, other. Some in there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna need to talk about that again soon. Because <laughs> we got we got a big one coming up next year. We need to oh. revisit those robots again. Oh, oh. Lord. <laughs> oh God. get Burton Parker on the yeah. line. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. You know, since you've been like actually the episode that you were on was uh, when uh, our good friend Dana Lechtenberg did the artwork, oh, yes. uh, the parody. It's fantastic of me and the robot thing. penguin. Yeah, it uh, makes me feel all warm inside when I see that thing. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, he's you know he's a big fan. He was very excited that you're going to be on, and uh, and uh, and he uh, got really upset at me the other week because he was trying to get pictures of us to do. I can't remember what the thing he was going to try and parody, but then I just I just sent him an email just saying just do another Descendants cover. It's easy enough. <laughs> and he's, all, he's all we haven't done enough to revisit anything yet. And I was like I don't give a shit. <laughs> like I know his fantasy is just for us to try and figure out a, a it's like. A double nickels on the dime parody. Oh, I like, want that too. Oh God, I'm so excited. Speaking of, yeah, you know, we were just watching Jackass too. How much money do you think Mike Watt made off of uh, Jackass using Corona? Do you think a lot of money? In Have a, you had music in used? a major motion picture? Yeah. yeah, I would assume so. Well, in a, te- a series. Oh, it was in the. T- oh, was that? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. Yeah, a series, and then those are on DVD, I believe. I still occasionally get checks from uh, the OC and One Tree Hill. Ooh. Were you on uh, the OC? I, I was not. That. I just I no, licensed I like the song, song to them. Which yeah. one? Was it a Get Up Kids or New Amsterdam? Amsterdam? It's a New Amsterdam song called From California. From California. Oh, it's a great From California. Matt, it's a great song. I truly love that song. It really is a great song. Wait, From California or California by uh, no, Phantom no, no, Planet? No, no, no. That song, From California. That's the Ranch You a Letter at Home from yeah. Cal. Yeah, it's a great song. Thank you. Talk about emo flat. Uh, <laughs> 
that no, I mean like that. I think that's probably dried up a little bit, but I think I've never had anything in a movie. Yeah, TV, yeah. it's just kind of like free money. I remember. It's just like, oh, you want something I already did? Yeah, here, take yeah, yeah, it. Take it. Okay. Have you ever had a, an offer that you refused because of the content? Yes. Yeah, well, I, can, I, I gotta tell it. Uh, yeah, what was it? No. God, no. Come on. Were there girls going wild? <laughs> uh, come on, just to think of it. Just tearing off the shirts say, 10 minutes to downtown. Let's just say <laughs> it was a lot of money to reprise a song from a television show about cars that turns into robots. What? Oh, really? You walked away from a jam, James Cameron movie? N- no, not James. It's a... Uh, no, it's a... Uh, Michael Bay. Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Yeah, whatever. What's the fucking difference? That's oh, pretty gnarly, yeah. man. No, I'm just... Wait, an offer, an your... offer was project- presented, and we just laughed at it. Wait, oh, really? It, yeah, it just kind of like... An original, or you would have re-recorded the TV theme song? That one. Oh wow. wow! What if like they were like say they said okay we want you to redo from- didn't didn't none I just want to be sh- so you're a GoBots guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean if we're talking about obscure indie rock here <laughs> I'm more of a Voltron man and not the lions one the ones that's like the little spaceships that came together oh yeah yeah that's a good that's so a good you one. you didn't like the offer or you didn't want it to be associated with the I, we didn't want we didn't want it. I mean we don't we're not the most successful band in the world. The last thing we have, the last string we have is our integrity. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's our last thread. Yeah, I, it's, it's funny. It's when, you know, with the meltdown, we were, we, you know, Lance Bangs, uh, who made, you know, he made a bunch of stuff, but like he made the pavement documentary, Slow Century. And, you know, at the live show, when Kumail and I come on the stage, we use Cut Your Hair because it's just a nice, jaunty tune to come out to stage on. What about and the voice of Getty Lee? How did it get so high? I don't know. Does he speak like, like an ordinary, ordinary guy? guy? I know him, and he, and he does. does. You're my fact-checking cuz. Um, I think How that's the other high is Stephen Malcolm is, like, all the time? Dude, I, like the other day on uh, XMU, uh, the senator, that the last single from that last record was on, and uh, like I remember liking it when I listened to the record, but I was listening to it again, I was like, this song is, n- there's nothing going on. Yeah. It's just so weird. It's just like, the senator wants a blowjob, and then, there's like nothing else going on. Just doesn't do much anymore. I'm sorry, I, got, I took you off track though. You use that. You come out to. Oh, cut you your come hair. out to cut your hair, and we're like, you know, Lance made the documentary about them. Most likely, he can help us get that song for the TV series. And he's like, I'll see what I can do. And then like, uh, he's like, contact them, and it, and they just said, oh, it's five hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> just flat out. Yeah, five hundred thousand dollars to use that was song. Was that them, or was that like their management that said that? That was the whoever owns the publishing rights to it and stuff like uh, that. We the tour that we did opening for Weezer, I, we came off stage and I walked backstage and I'm changing out of my sweaty clothes and this A and R guy who shall remain nameless. Came back and he's like, he was wearing like Puma sweatpants and stuff. He's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, you guys are amazing. We already had a record deal. I'm gonna sign you guys. And I'm like, two million dollars, one record. And he goes, hey, yeah, bro. And I'm like, no, get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, it's that punk awesome. rock vibe. That's what the kids are into. Yeah. It's all an act. You I know, film the whole thing and put it on the web. Oh, did you really? No. <laughs> Weezer actually just what tour was that for Weezer? Uh, it was in 2001. It was their second comeback. It was the Yahoo. Out loud. Yeah, no, it was before the green record. It was they were they played a couple songs that ended up on. Oh wait, so no, 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 because uh, no, green was, record. So was Pinkerton. Right it was like some time between Pinkerton and they did Pinkerton. Right they, the yeah, because they played like two. They played that Holiday in the Sun song. Yeah. Uh, is Hashpipe on that record? Hashpipe yes, is on that record. Yeah, they played that too. Here's a. They just did a uh, kind of a. I mean, the thing is, like Rivers seems to get 
sadder and more pompous in waves. Like he kind of goes back and forth. He's a real weird dude, as far as I can tell. But this is no the co- new no comment. This is the <laughs> this is the new um, Weezer track, um, and he just. Also, we get it. You were into Kiss. Fucking ease it up. <laughs> ease it up. Kind of metal. So is Maladroid, and you know. Completely honest, though, I don't know anything of theirs after Pinkerton because after that tour, I cannot listen to them anymore. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's a real... They're the only band I've ever toured with for a month and never met. Oh wow! <laughs> so. It's um, uh, my friend uh, uh, Tito. Go, he does a KG Elephant. He's their tour manager. Okay. And he says uh, it's like um, they were when they were doing a world tour with uh, Foo Fighters. It's like he met like all the guys from the Foo Fighters yeah. hanging out all the time. Great guys. Great guys. That's you know? how it was with us. The the month before the Weezer tour, we toured with Green Day, and yeah. they like they come and like, hey, I'm Billy. I'm like, I know who the fuck you yeah. are. <laughs> you know. <laughs> the coolest thing I ever saw Billy Joe do uh, was uh, they were doing a um, uh, not Cleveland bound Descendants, but was a Pinhead Gunpowder. Okay. Was doing like a warehouse show in Long Does he Beach. Still do that? It, this was in uh, 2007 or eight. Um, and it was just a you know like you know it was a Pinnacle Powder show kind of secret show. Big Yellow Taxi. They did. That was awesome. Yeah, but this is the thing. It's like we're just kind of hanging outside at this warehouse in this like fucked up area. It was actually kind of I think it was Wilmington, uh, but like you know then we see this like little guy in a gas station worker jacket like wheeling in his amp, mm-hmm. and we look and we're like, oh sh- hey. Was that a millionaire just wheeling his own <laughs> amp? That's pretty awesome. And then Patty walked up and puked. <laughs> That's it. But here's the thing. It's a, this is a this is a Weezer. The real self aware. I think we're just gonna play the intro. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I didn't See, but I have to say the lyric, the vocals are after coming in that strong. The vocals are just kind of. Nah. Yeah. yeah, but listen to what the, he's saying. I said I needed you so much. I thought I'd get a new keep on listening he's like nobody and I started feeling dumb maybe I should play the lead guitar and Pat should play the drums take me back back to the shack Pat was nice I did meet Pat yeah <laughs> I met I met yeah I met Pat <laughs> He was nice. That was uh, when Brian I... Brian Bell hit on my wife and didn't know who she... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> my friend Katie goes, you know, that's just, we've been on tour with him for like three weeks. We played in Kansas City. And he was like flirting with my wife. And uh, my friend Katie who was working the show. She's like, you know, that's the singer of the Get Up Kids' wife. And he goes, who are the Get Up Kids? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Brian Bell. <laughs> Yeah, those uh, it's okay. That's my last shit talking Weezer. Stuff. <laughs> oh, no, I have well, other, for Weezer, I have more. But... You got it. You know what, Ronnie, uh, the bass player of the Moss, when he comes on, it's nothing but that, and it's great. <laughs> shit talking yeah, Weezer? Dude, no, no. Well, <laughs> I'm sure he could. He was. It's pretty like shooting fish in a barrel. Was, you know what? You know what I want? Uh, Uno, we had uh, Joe Sib on, and he uh, he has great things oh. to talk about Weezer. But the, one of them, the, his best story about it is the saddest story, where it's like you know the like Wax and Weezer were just kind of head to head. And then, oh, uh, okay. yeah, then Weezer broke and then, uh, and then wax fell apart. And then he was working in the large women's sections, uh, for men, like a graveyard shift of just restocking like a JC Penny. And then they like K rock is on and it just starts playing the sweater song, uh, which in the intro there, the guy that's talking, that's them making fun of Joe Sib. <laughs> 
Really? Yeah. Oh, man, everything's great. You going to go to that party? Oh, it's so great. We're all back together. And like Joe's like the best guy. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> yeah I'm just talking about that. He's like the the, the, the most solid dude. So funny. So talented. And like, and then they're just like, he's just this low point of his life already. And oh. then on K-Rock in the 90s, which is like <laughs> K-Rock, you know, and then he's just being made fun of. He said he went inside one of the circular uh, like uh, hanger things at a department store and just started to cry. Oy. That's brutal. That's the thing about like, it's like, you know, <laughs> that's the, that's the, you know, it's like, did you guys, you said, you know, you, there was like a major label interest, but like, oh, that was a, that was a leap. I thought you're still shit talking on Weezer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, but like, uh, it's just like, that's a thing that like, you know, if Wax had just stayed, you know, that like the Ben Folds five song, we could be happy underground. If we stay at this level and I'm, you know, I'm like said it before I'm rereading uh, our band could be your life. And there's just like, uh, you know, every time a band clicks over, it just speeds everything up too fast than what they're used to. They have less control and they kind of flame out. Happened to like Husker do happened to replacements. You know, it happened. Does it happen to bands specifically, or does it happen to like scenes? Oh, because I noticed it with like scenes. Yeah, at least with like, I mean, there's it, 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 rock and roll cyc- cyclical. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like we started touring and we got to a certain point, and then the bands that came after us, or around the same time, like these turkeys, they got, you know. Came up Just and started Tony. Yeah, doing pretty well, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, emo. The term is all, you know, eyeliner and it means metal. It meant that's the weirdest it's part. It's new glam metal. It really you know? it was like so it was, odd. I remember like being in a uh, in a, like I was I got called emo because you um, are. Yeah, yeah, sure. But then like, um, but then I well, I got called nerd, and then I got called emo, and then I started it's getting called hipster. Thing. And well, like, and I, and I really haven't changed the, the way e- I dress or emo, look. The emo as hipster thing is a new thing. Yeah, like the what are they calling it? The fourth wave of emo now. Who the fucking? Keep I don't up? know. I was I was just like maybe I can cash in on this fourth wave shit. I'd, r- <laughs> <laughs> I'd I rather gotta, listen to third wave ska than fourth wave oh. emo. <laughs> no, there's some good, like uh, have you heard Into It Over It? Oh yeah, they're great. Oh yeah, them yeah. and you blew it. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the that's what. People who write about music say about them. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. But like those, I don't know. There's something, title fight, I guess you can put in the, on the... The term, though, for me, like, emo was always something derogatory that punk kids said. Like, it was usually like fucking emo kids. Yeah. You know, or hardcore kids said. Although, eventually, the hardcore guys were like, hey, there's a lot of chicks here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one of us should start singing after one of us uh, screams. You scream, I'll sing. Yeah. <laughs> and then Grade was born. Um, Grade kind of yeah they kind of invented that. that's the first time I'd ever heard the like yeah. screaming and then in the singing and then I remember uh, Kyle yeah. from Grade did our split seven inch with Coalesce's album artwork oh really mm-hmm. that's a, a it's got know, human teeth on the cover of it you know what let's take a break think, for get a, up kids you think human, human teeth, teeth. <laughs> that that is like one of my my favorite things I thought was so cool that you know split seven inches in bands uh, usually they were very similar same label or something like that but I love the fact that you guys did a split with Coalesce well both uh, from Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. But like, there's like the music styles. Me, my, you know, me, and my friends. We liked both of those styles. But you know, I'm sure there was like kids that were just like, "Well, I only listen to the Get Up Kids side." Yeah. You know? But like, I love the fact that there was you know such a heart. Actually, let's take a break. We'll listen to a coalesce song. How about that? Like, All right, yeah. I think I can dig it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that band's badass. Yeah. Um, I could probably look it up, but also like uh, 002 is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
It's kind of their like that was like their breakout hit. Although you can't kill us all off of uh, uh, functioning on impatience, probably my favorite cola. Okay, then we'll listen to that one. Um, it starts off with Sean just screaming. Yeah, but the biggest fucking teddy bear. Yeah, when I was uh, when I uh, did a little uh, look around at a blue car distro, like it's like I said hi to him. He's like, oh, nice to meet you. I was like, I was like, oh, you must be busy. And then I was about to leave. He's like, here, I got you all this stuff. And it was like a live DVD, shirts, yeah. stickers. And I was like, oh, you're fucking adorable. Uh, and if you want any Jonah Radio shirts, you can go to bluecollardistro.com and check those out. Here's a, you you can also get my stuff there as well. You can get your stuff there. I actually used to own part of Blue Collar Distro. Really? Yeah. It's a great company. I, that's why I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's You Can't Kill Us All by Coalesce. What more do you want from me? Some sort of apology. Will I promise that forgiveness is the most you'll get? And will I demand of you? Why? 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 
Nice. Love it. Good job. That is uh that's some drumming. That's a fucking good drummer. That's that's Mr. James DeWeese on the drums. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Crazy James DeWeese. Oh, Indeed. Yeah. I uh I I uh I, I don't want to incriminate anybody, but uh me, him and this uh, girl Monica went on oh, a uh, wild goose chase one night. Uh, oh, really? Do you know who Monica yeah, is? Yeah, I know who Monica is. <laughs> Uh, then you know who I lost my virginity to. Shut up. Oh, no. Jagoffs came to Hawaii. A girl in a van thought I was cute. Uh, and then uh, uh, we had sex in uh, uh, my room right next to Adam's room. And uh, his door was closed, and I'm hoping he was asleep. He's never revealed to me. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah. Was you don't weird. have a sound effect for fucking? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah right, we okay. did. Right. Jesus. We had a sound effect for fucking. <laughs> you better believe we have a sound effect for fucking. There it is. I'm sure that's how romantic it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You listen to Jonah and Geach in the morning. <laughs> Not only that, it was in our, our grandparents' apartment. Our I mean, they were both they were both deceased at the time, but you know, for sure. Yeah, Are so they not anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't get a boner when they were still alive. So thank God that happened. <laughs> Um, why? <laughs> why? why? <laughs> this, it was so funny when uh, why, Travis why, came why over. Why did I ever leave Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when Travis came over, uh, we're watching uh, Jackass two, and he was reacting as if George Takei was watching Jack. He's like, "Oh my!" my. <laughs> that, that was looks a natural like... reaction. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it made you, it's just little... this guy with hand tattoos <laughs> acting like a prude because someone got hit in the junk. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sensitive Midwestern boy. Yeah, I, do. I don't know. I mean, how did you guys end up meeting? Like, did you were you a fan of his art, or was it just? I didn't know the who the fuck he or? was. No, was, uh, still don't, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm still trying to work on that one. <laughs> I, I saw him play at. Uh, you went to? Didn't you go to school with Jim and the Popes? I used to play in this band called Corduroy Forehead. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I remember we talked about that because I was in a yes. band called Quarterhead. Oh, sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You're forgetting our conversation. Well, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't pay attention very well. But no, I, I uh, was in this band. It was a pretty bad band. And, um, no. well, we, were, we, had, we liked to have fun, you know. <laughs> we had a good time. We were good sports about it. But no, hey, come they, on, uh, give us some credit. The Pope, the Pope brothers, the Pope brothers showed up, and then Jim Septic was uh, his like front yard, face my backyard. Jim Septic, Septic, Septic. Is, is that uh, his punk name? No, it's a it's a bastardization of a Croatian last name. Oh no, really? Yeah. Well, that was he like? It was a, probably something like Suptovic at one point. But oh, yeah. Septic, that's it's Suptic. Sup. Suptic. Suptic. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was Septic because that's a pretty good punk name. Man has yeah. he has more nicknames than anybody ever. Sup. What was the other guy you said? Joe BMX. BMX Joe. <laughs> You're backwards. I, I love a good punk name. I like. I lived with a guy named Dan Destructo. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just Joey rides BMX. It's yeah, BMX yeah. Joe. It's not rocket surgery. Yeah, and I, and most punk names could also be like white trash names too. It's like, it's whoa, what? He's Beer Jim. He always has a beer. I don't understand. What... <laughs> I'm Travis Draw. <laughs> no, it's not a very punk name. You can do that now with websites, though. You could have Travis dot Draw. That's true. <laughs> yeah, they could do all kinds of things on the internet. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Dot guru. Yeah, look really at the internet. Here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Dot hand model. Have you guys heard <laughs> of podcasts? Wow. What? What's that? Have you guys heard of podcasts? <laughs> 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 
Sorry, I'm checking. Wow, good job. Lord. Checking Instagram. Who invited this guy? I love, I love that you weren't even trying to commit. You're just looking at your fucking phone. Yeah. He literally is You're looking like, at yeah. Instagram. Yeah, you I'm can't. A little, little bit tuned out. Good. Yeah, but yeah. still. Yes, yeah, still, still trying to par- participate. Anyway, any more Croatian etymology? Or yeah. <laughs> Neil seems like he's pretty tuned into this stuff. I was thinking stuff. about, like, yeah, because, like, septic is, like, medically is, like, a really bad thing. Septis. Yeah, that- sep- yeah. It's like when you get feces in your tissue lining. And yeah. Like, <laughs> it's bad news. Thanks for joining the conversation, Neil. <laughs> it's like you have to get, like, sections of your intestines taken out if you do that. Uh, like Ronald who Reagan wants had- tacos? <laughs> Remember when Ronald Reagan had, like, 20 feet of his intestines taken out? Uh-uh. That was because he had sepsis. Oh, okay. He didn't have Crohn's? I think Crohn's led to sepsis. Uh, it's old medical anomaly Neil. <laughs> <laughs> I know my poop jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then where's the jokes then? <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks. I was incredibly mean to my friend, and Matt was the only one that laughed. Uh, <laughs> it was yeah. Very nice. Well, the show's officially a train wreck. Uh, <laughs> so tell us about uh, Jimmy Septic. Well, like he, he doesn't was, get enough shit does, as it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Does anyone know, does anyone else have any like remember any good punk names from growing up? Anyone? No. Uh, hmm. Shit. I just I remember like guys' actual names, but they were just like super dirtbag. Well, it was just like you take the the last your last name would be your band name. Whatever your band name was. That was, yeah, the Ramones yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like all the like Lookout Records bands, I feel like. At the, yeah, they, like they did that. Ben Weasel. and Oh, yeah, and uh, Joe... Uh, Joe Queer. Joe Queer, yeah. yeah. I did know a guy named Randy Rat, and I like that he had a cat that he also named Randy Rat. <laughs> <laughs> was he Randy Rat Cat? <laughs> no, it is Randy Rat. He was in the band called The Rats, of course. Uh, I, but, oh, I, wow. knew a, I knew a guy who was a drummer in a couple of bands who was only known as Tosh's brother. Oh wow! Tosh was in the band first, and then he was just Tosh's brother, and then he went to another brand, and it's like who's drumming for you? We had a oh, guy, Tosh's yeah. brother. We had a guy who worked for us for a while named Brother Mike because his brother Joey worked for us first. So it's like it's Joey's brother Mike. <laughs> I um uh, I used to call my my friend was uh, uh like twenty when he moved out here and uh, like he couldn't. We were all over twenty one, so we like we we had to. Uh, Changed our plans all the time when he was hanging out. So uh, like I was like fucking twenty years old, might as well be nine. And then everyone just started calling him nine. And then Nick, <laughs> the nickname stuck around for a long time. Uh, Rolo Tom Tom. That's another like a Tom Tom was another uh, punk name of a guy I knew. Uh, there was a guy who was a lighting guy who used to work for Dashboard Confessional. His name, his real name was Jack Funk. Nice. Oh. Was it P H? No, it was F. Ooh. And like I remember sitting in like the Canadian border when you go through, and then they. Have everybody sit down, and then they call you up, and they're like, Mr. Funk? Mr. Jack Funk? <laughs> but his big claim to fame was that he worked for Europe on the Final Countdown tour. What? My that f- must have been an elaborate light show. I would think so. Yeah. He said that they opened and closed with it, though. Wow. Whoa. What Which was is it? a baller move, really, yeah. if you think yeah. about it. Uh, I guess Dwight Yoakam used to do that, too, with the that. EMF. He did a crazy yeah. little yeah. thing yeah. called yeah. Love. EMF did it. EMF did? They oh, with unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. I really That's- wanted you to... I wanted you to say that Dwight Yoakam also did it with the final countdown. With the final countdown. <laughs> I do remember that when I was, I did, uh, what, was it 2003 maybe? I jumped in the tour bus with you guys, mm-hmm. and uh, we uh, went up the coast and then uh, 
just we ran around and I we ended up at, back in Kansas. I basically took like a really long uh, hitched a really long ride back to Kansas. That's not you guys. uncommon. Yeah, <laughs> but I was. We've had I, people move I, like oh, yeah. to Portland. Is like hey, you got room in the trailer? Like <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Dude, I do remember staying up really late. Uh, with James talking to the bus driver and Which the bus guy, driver was it? Oh, dude, I can't remember his name. He was like a bald black dude. He had Wait, he he was a oh Ron Marchand. No, no. but he, was it Ron Marchand? Well, I know that was he, he like used a to gangster? drive. He like worked for Snoop Dogg. No, that that bus. I do remember that bus used to be Yingwei Malmsteins, right? Yngwie. And then it was Yingwei, sorry. Yeah. And then it was uh, DMX's. And he told some pretty gnarly DMX oh, stories. Yes. Wow. About, well, did he uh, get it because of it was, it was a, yo, this is Ingve's truck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Still I mean, Ingve's got a lot of cred in that kind of, uh, <laughs> yeah. in that kind of scene, man. The I amount of people that use him for samples is incredible. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. No, you wouldn't recognize it. All those little pickings on the chronic of Dr. Dre, bink, yep. bink, bink, bink. That's all him. That's all Ingve. Yeah. Ingve's also down. really into dogfighting, dude. Ingve's yeah. got like a couple pits. He, uh, yeah. he, him and I don't know DMX. No, I don't know, man. <laughs> Have I'm you ever a- heard that the audio of Ingve yelling at a woman on a plane on the way to Japan? Has anyone ever heard that? Oh. No, you never. It's Have you, you, oh, computer. Whether we find it or not, he just yells, "You've unleashed the fury at a woman who dou- who douses him with water because he's swearing so much." Oh my! <laughs> Damn. Somewhere right now there's a podcast where no one has ever heard of Joe Weasel, but everybody can pronounce Ingve Malmsteen's first name properly. Ben They're just Weasel. like Ben Weasel. Ben Joel Weasel, Weasel. sorry. Oh, shit, I should know that. Uh, what was uh shit? Boris the Sprinkler was the name of the band. Oh, Rev Norb. Yeah. Rev Norb. He would uh, Is Maximum Rock and Roll still around? Who? Maximum Rock and Roll. Let's ask yeah, Matt Pryor. Yeah, still around. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You could, I was gonna ask you, but it is, right? I don't know. It is. Oh, I yeah. What was that? Uh, I, there was a, no effects had a really funny song about Master Rock called "I'm Telling Tim." Yeah, 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 I yeah. That. Which is all just about like it's like uh, you better not shout, you better not cry, you better put out records God, DIY. Yeah, yeah, looking great. That I was a band, but no effects a band I hated for so long until uh, I, I got older. Like I didn't like them. I was at we were going, getting ready to go on stage in a festival, and Fat Mike came up to me, and he was wearing a NASCAR jacket with like a bunch of different <laughs> ads on it. His hair was blue, and he was wearing a cowboy hat, and he goes. Everybody at Fat thinks you guys are really good. I gotta go. <laughs> and he goes, he's like, I'm gonna go to this S&M shop. And he didn't watch us play. And then later on, saw him again at another festival, and he's on stage, and he got hit in the head with a rock. And he just goes, ow. I got hit in the head with a rock. And just kept playing. And I was kind of like, man. I've seen Billy Corgan walk off stage getting an empty water bottle for the <laughs> Mike's not uh, fucking the world is a vampire. Okay, Ingve Malmsteen threatens to kill airline passenger. Ooh. Here we go. It was on a flight to airline. Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Oh. A green shot. Look at me. We didn't do this. Look at me. We didn't do this. Excuse me. Excuse me. I feel it. I feel it. I don't fucking deserve this shit. I paid for a first-class ticket. I don't need a fucking cunt come up to me and do that shit. See you in Tokyo, bitch. Ask a fuck. Da ha, da New job, new job, It's German, I believe. Job, love. You release the fucking fury. You release the fucking fury. Forget about it. I was sitting here. And all of a sudden, this bitch comes and just fucking pours all this water on us. She's not having a good day. Just pour some water on us. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a good guy. 
it's I didn't do anything, Ingve. <laughs> she wants a war. We'll give her a fucking war. <laughs> no, she doesn't oh, want a war. Ingve <laughs> roadies. Those are Ingve roadies. Yeah, I know a lot about this. Although, like, so wait, whatever. Like a ten-hour flight to Japan. Wet. They're not even in Japan yet. I know. Like you're gonna sit there with wet pants for ten hours. I'm sure it's a fancy airline where they have an extra pair of pants for first class passengers. <laughs> or at least a, a towel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Blanket. You ever been cut off on a flight? Wait, cut off? Like from drinking on a flight? You ever been cut off? No, I haven't. Have you, Matt Pryor? <laughs> have you? Flew to Australia and it was James's twenty fifth birthday, but only for three hours as we crossed over, oh, no. over the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> so we had some drinks on the plane oh, and they cut shit. us off. But she's like, I'm 25 for two hours. Oh, <laughs> man. I remember I was, uh, me, uh, when me and Deanna were flying to, uh, or back from England, there was some guy just like, like clearly got wasted and did some drugs to kind of like for the mm-hmm. long flight and was listening to the music that, like, uh, that, come, that comes from the, you know, the Virgin Atlantic. You know, oh, the, like the yeah. radio station. Yeah, right yeah, and he's just like jamming, and he's like ordering drinks, <laughs> and then like the plane takes off, and then all of a sudden he just there's a blanket over him, and he's just passed out, and then there we hit turbulence, and then um, the stewardess uh, comes over to him, and he has his own little, he had his own row, and she's trying to like shake, she's like, sir, you need to put your seatbelt. Sir, and he's just not moving. And then there was this moment where, like, he, she, he didn't. But like, this is the thing that happened. She like moving, and everyone knew that guy was kind of being obnoxious and like mm-hmm. you know being real crazy. And he was obviously really drunk. But she like shook him a couple times, and then she kind of did one of the like kind of s- stood up straight and looked around. And then everyone noticed, and everyone was like, "Oh shit! Oh fuck! I think he's dead! I think he's dead!" <laughs> it's like I heard someone go, "He Wait. doesn't look like he's breathing." Was he dead? Some other uh, uh, a flight attendant came by a male one and just kind of <laughs> hit him in the head. Like just kidding, did a little like, and the guy's like, "Well, he's like, you got to put your seatbelt on." He's, he's like, "All right, like mate, in, like all right." Airplane, yeah, 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 yeah him. exactly. I wonder if that's like like a TSA rule type thing where like only males. Uh, flight attendants can slap males. <laughs> like, only females can slap. Males. Yeah, exactly. It's just like kind of like when you're going through security. We got a male. Then you got to bring the male to check the mail. Uh, let's take another break for a song. Um, what uh, do you have? Like a personal preference of like like stuff. You, you okay? Actually, you know what? I would love to play. Okay. Uh, you put out uh, two kids' records. Yeah, and now that's something. What? Don't laugh don't at know, that. You did it. You, I, I, I did know. do artwork for. Um, that's right. You did, I did artwork, artwork for, for a one new of them. Amsterdam's record and the kids' record and a terrible twos record. That's right. You I did, did uh, Amsterdam. New Although Amsterdam. the new Ams one was a pre-existing piece. Yes, because it was. Isn't it a picture of Danny Pound? Yeah. <laughs> well, Danny Pound. Really. That's another great punk really rock bad. name. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> is it? Is it not? Is it a real name? I, it's hard to say that just picturing our friend Danny Pound. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I've Spelled never seen him. He's kind of a punk. Yeah, it's Danny he's LB. Kind of a punk. No, he's yeah. punk. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you got you got two of them. You got uh, well, okay, Jersey so the Giant, the, and if uh, if you've ever seen an owl. Here's the thing about this. So like, Get Up Kids breaks up in 2005. I'm like, okay, whatever I do next, I want to do this anyway because I have kids and I want to write some songs for them. And no one's going to be like, this isn't as you know, it's not as good. It's like, yeah, you know, it's a totally different thing. Yeah, it's your Chipmunks movie. It's just not. It's not well, for you. Except they didn't make any money off of it. You, 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 found, <laughs> you found the perfect like fuck you. Stop judging me. Album like that's that's incredible. That's I a guess. S- so yeah. No. 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 Like nobody can judge you on a kids album. Mm. Well, the yeah, the, the kids, the kids music community kids cut throw. Kids uh, can. You know you, you make can. a joke about that, but it's fucking weird. Yeah, Lance Rock is a real piece of shit. <laughs> 
Anybody? That's DJ uh, Lance Rock. Yeah. Gabba Gabba. Thank you. Matt. Which I tried to even tried to get us on and the fucking people nah. Really? But they've had like the shins on and You know what I don't like about that is they don't let you write your own song. Oh really? They write the because I keep seeing people on there and I'm like, man, the, these bands better than this and then it's like, oh right, they don't get through. Oh Which really? Which is smart because then those guys. This is totally so. You're saying you don't like the Aquabats? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. No, you said you don't like the songs. That, uh, I, that just I think like the Jimmy Eat World song, take for example, that where they're flying on top of puppies or something like that, <laughs> isn't one of the best songs I've ever heard. True. Hey, you guys don't get to make fun of third wave ska and then uh, go like, oh, you you don't like the Aquabats? The Aquabats are clearly third wave ska. Uh, no, no, no. The Aquabats actually took on a whole other form when they started making songs. Songs like Devo, so you shut the fuck up, Cash. Once they abandoned their dumb third wave ska roots and started making actual so music, wait, are you a like pro, like a third wave ska advocate? Does it sound like I'm a third wave <laughs> ska advocate? I play devil's advocate with third wave ska because yeah. I had some good times. You know what? We're going to pick it up this conversation after the break. We're going to play a song. Real from, big fish. Real big fish. Let's go bowling. I was thinking, yeah, I don't know. Let's go bowling. Yeah, yeah. Dance hall crashers. Uh, the pained faces yeah. in this room. I, I enjoyed. You know what MU330. though? I did enjoy. Three thirty. You know, me three thirty. The Dan Podcast solo stuff is great. I haven't heard it. He he, he does. They're from uh, St. Louis, aren't they? Yeah. So I think he lives in San Francisco now, though. Let's go bowling is from St. Louis. Yeah. Maybe me three thirty. <laughs> big Scossie. Big Scossie. Yeah. St. Louis, it's all under the arch. Skank and pickle. Skanking under the arch. <laughs> Wasn't yeah. the urge from there, too? Yeah. The urge was, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Skank and pickle. Ouch. The original Saw green album. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Uh, so, what terrible two songs should I play? Uh, also, let's see. The related artist on Ardio, or uh, <laughs> the new Amsterdam's, uh, Liars Academy. We Harry Beasties. No, not nothing? familiar. Candy band. Sometimes Harry and the Potters comes up. Harry and the Potters. Another Reggie and the Fullback is there. Well, yeah. yeah. If you think about the songs James writes, they kind of are for children sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got a whole song about. Is food. Jason Faulkner on that list? Yes, Jason Faulkner. Lori Berkner, Dan Zanes, Kids Bop Kids, and Elizabeth Mitchell. Any of these ring a bell? Uh, this is your scene. Lori Berkner and Dan Zanes. Yeah. Okay. Dan Zanes used to be in the Del Fuegos. Oh, okay. Jason Faulkner was in Jellyfish. Is that correct? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. This is We Harry Beasties. I wonder if it's a Beastie Boys kids music side project. I'm Animal Crackers. I'm a human. Sounds like it. Yeah, this could be BS2000. I got ice in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was on mic. That was really good. Uh, so let's see. As far as uh, you want to know something that's really strange about the, sticking your toe into the children's music scene. The Don't say sticking into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got a little grossed out yeah. just now. It's fine. Pro- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> dive finger, not toe. <laughs> <laughs> we played. The- you know what's weird about being thirty meters away from the kids' music scene. <laughs> A, a legally require thirty. Announce your, uh, yeah. Uh, you're looking at it from across the street. Yeah. Uh, so we did a terrible two set at Lollapalooza, the Kids of Palooza stage. Yeah. And the biggest diva rock star fit I've ever seen in my life was in the band that I don't remember what they were called, but there was a woman in her forties in like a rainbow jumpsuit <laughs> screaming at the monitor girl. She's like, "You dumb bitch! I can't hear anything!" And I'm just like. Oh, oh my god! In Take, front of an audience of children, it, they weren't paying. They couldn't. 
hear her, but yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, because uh, it's a weird scene. Apparently, though, the was the Wiggles like they're like crazy. They're really I, crazy about. They're Australian, I think. Yeah, they are. And they're uh, they, yeah. Apparently, like they're just like real like. Like it's like if people fuck up, they're like James Brown level, mm. you know. <laughs> well, they're like they're like multi platinum, yeah, all over the world kind of big. So. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's just that thing. It's like what Pete Holmes says. There's like there's different tribes. There's like there's celebrities and that you'll never know about, or different yeah. scenes that you'll never even. Well, and yeah. then the, the kids' music thing. I, as a parent, I got my little inner punk rock got offended by it because it was like, yeah, we can charge like twenty five bucks a ticket, and the kids will like make their parents get it, and we can do forty dollars shirts. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and listen to Repeater. You know, like, <laughs> 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 this feels so. This Bill feels did. so gross. Yeah. Bill Tackett, you I want that one. <laughs> it's funny. I'm not sure if I brought that up when I was on. I was your podcast, but like, uh, there was that thing that came up about that, like the selling out aspect of. Uh, there was a shooting nearby. That's why you're here now. You got Ghetto Bird in this neighborhood. Oh yeah, yeah. There was someone got shot like a block away. Oh or, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. fine. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but um, it's uh, when we were when on the earnest when uh, Dave Grohl was on, he was like uh, you know he was talking about Kurt and all the guilt. And I was like, was it was it, you know do you think some of it was punk rock guilt? And he's like, he's like, oh no, for sure. Like you know we all had it. We all had this punk rock guilt because we were you know flying in the face of Ian McKay. Like we were just yeah. you know all the things that we came up with that uh, we were all being very. And he's all, but then I you know when I started doing the Foo Fighters, Foo Fighters started getting a little bigger. Um, I, I you know I was having a conversation with Lemmy and I, I realized Lemmy like has always wanted to be rich and famous like he doesn't give a <laughs> shit he just wants to fucking party and make rock and roll like it's like he doesn't even know the like selling out was like putting out an album like it, it, yeah, it selling no out like when there's no tickets left yeah yeah yeah, selling yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an element of it got there's a piousness that came into it mm-hmm. and it's probably with. It, but it, it comes from a place of like you know we were the different kids and we had our tribe and we had our rules or whatever and so, yeah you know well that's what's so funny that it, our back could be your life how quickly people were just so against uh, you know you know like you know my threat they were just singing about their own right. like friend group of when it came to that stuff no but it's like hanging out with someone like a, a vegan when you're like eating a steak and you, they, you start to feel judged even though they're not doing they're not anything. doing they don't no. give a shit yeah. It's but it's it's funny because it's uh I never thought of it this way but someone say yeah like my threat started but it was just like kind of like that was about their group of friends and then seven seconds is the one that made it you know ethos and like yeah, they yeah. they're the ones that made it it's like it's about the crew it's about the scene you got to get violent towards people that don't do it this way oh really yeah they like this like there was blame set on seven seconds I haven't I have not heard that argument yeah yeah it's 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 quite odd but it's uh you know it is funny too but then you it's see talking this, about the Luke Perry movie right. Seven seconds. That was eight seconds. That was eight eight seconds. seconds. Oh god, I'm so bad. It's with your bull writing movie metaphors. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Spoiler alert. He Sorry, Luke. When it goes, when the horn goes through his heart. John, I have a good Ian MacKay story. You want to hear it? It's very, very quick. Oh please. But I was going to interview Make Ian MacKay. I like it that you asked, but you had no intention of not telling. Yeah, yeah. If Jonas says no, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll just. Oh, this is this is a, this is the same version of uh, that. Like, this is my favorite version of that. Um, is uh, hey, can I have a beer? <laughs> Tony just Who grabbed this a beer. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. I was going to interview Ian MacKay for a VH1 documentary I did about Green Day, and I was really excited because I'm I sure thought he was... was really excited to do that. He agreed to do it. Really? Yeah, he agreed to do it, and I thought it was like a major get. Of course, everybody that I worked for was like Ian MacKay and fuck his eye. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> but I was like really excited because he agreed to do it. And the day after he agreed to do it, he called me. He personally called me, and he said, "I have a question for you." 
is that little logo that says VH1 going to be in the corner when my interview is on screen? Oh. And I was like, I have nothing to do with that. That happens at a control room in New York. And he goes, then I respectfully decline. No way. Yes. And he backed out because he didn't want his face on screen when the little bug in the lower <laughs> third corner was there. And he hey, implicit man, endorsement. You know how much shit he would have gotten if he had done yeah. it and it yeah. had that thing? He's just saving it. I mean, even if he doesn't believe it, he's just saving his own ass at this point. You know? Well, it's like, what's the – has anyone asked him about – was he interviewed about, like, you know, Urban Outfitters having minor threat shirts? He, he, he put out a statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. put out a statement. He was he's just like, like, fuck it. I'm sick of – Yeah, because people are making money without our permission. I'm just going to give permission to this one place, and I'll get some of the money, and then – Well, because then Urban will go after corp- everybody this else. This corporation that, yeah. will go after the people who are bootlegging them. Oh, okay. So, like, because I don't have the fucking time and energy to go after every guy that's making, like, a – this is not a Fugazi t-shirt. Yeah. So, fuck it. They're out there. It's done. Go ahead, make them. You take care of the bootleggers. Oof. Yeah. That's crazy. And so that's so – Did you? what did you – did you – I just said, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. And we passed on him. But Bob Mould said yes. All these other people said yes. Yeah. I was really excited to do it. But I, I respect why he decided not to. I was I heard- shocked. He was so cool. He was like, here's my number. Call me whenever. He yeah. was really, really nice. I kind of I kind of expected him to be an asshole, actually. And he was. Uh, and he was really he nice. He actually be a nice guy. Yeah. Did you never? He was almost a guest really? on Drawing Stories. Really? What? He was almost a guest on Drawing Stories. Oh, really? no way. Yeah. Because well, he comes my, to L.A. sometimes because he still comes out to visit yeah, Henry Rollins, right? My girlfriend, Mel, went to uh, high school with Amy. So they were like art school, oh. uh, art class friends. And, from, Amy uh, from the Evens. Yeah, Amy from the Evens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what was her band before with uh, the um, uh, Warmers? Warmers. Oh, that's yes. so funny. I uh, there was like I think the Vice review of the first Evens record was like it's got to be so irritating for this band where everyone's just shouting, uh, you know, the members of this band's old songs, and it's like it's like we're not going to play any Warmer songs. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he was. Uh, they were busy for Coachella, so um, and, and we we don't really have our shit together, so our operations a little bit messy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we couldn't yeah. get it together in time anyway. So, but they, but maybe someday. I met Ian oh. on the tour bus with the Mister Show tour in two thousand two, <laughs> and uh, I had been up all night the night before and failed at my job on the first day of my job miserably for fifteen hours straight was just failure after failure, oh. <laughs> and then uh, I got on this tour bus and I was like oh and then there's that guy that I've always looked up to since I was like 12 yeah and now he's here on a tour bus which is a very small space <laughs> and I was like sell out hey nice to- <laughs> yeah. I was like hey nice to meet you I'm gonna crawl in this little coffin over here and pretend like this never happened. You know, Kumail, Are you sure it even happened? Maybe, I know yeah, it happened. Yeah. Maybe you hallucinated. No, I know it <laughs> Dude, happened. Yeah. And it was I woke awful. up it's... and Ian Mackay was on my bus. Yeah. No, I was yeah. talking to like Brian Posehn about the next day, and Brian Posehn was like freaking out, like, "How crazy is that? Like, we don't do the same things at all." But like, he was here and he saw the show, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, he uh, Kumail did a show in DC, and then. Uh, Ian McKay came up to him and said, "Hey, you're really funny." And then you know, and he's like, he's like he "Oh, well, who he is?" He didn't really know. Like no. it's, uh, and then but like he knew. Like, Here's the thing: like Kumail knows when someone. Were you on the Doctor Who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kumail knows when someone's supposed to kind of be somebody. Yeah. I think someone said it. So then he texts his wife Emily, uh, who's you know producer of the Meltdown. She. Um, she like she's like what what are you doing? And then Emily told me, and I was like, this is unfair. This is unfair. <laughs> and this isn't the way it's supposed to go down. It's supposed to be he sees me, and then I say that I'm the big man. I I met him once. I was shooting something at Henry Rollins. I was doing an interview with Henry Rollins, and I was setting up the camera. Is and Rollins like, a nice guy? 
He was incredibly nice guy. He As- seems like it. Uh, incredibly nice guy, very generous. And and I'm setting up the camera, and like Rollins comes in, and I'm like, hey, nice to meet you, man. I, I got to do this. And I go and I work and setting up everything. And then uh, uh, there's a break and a moment, and I go up, and I was like, oh, this is really cool. And it's like one of the, the old posters, and it's Minor Threat and Black Flag. And I was like, oh, that, that would have been a fucking great show to see. And he's like, oh, well, you missed Ian. I was like, what do you you mean? And he's like, he walked in with me? He was the guy you shook hands with when you almost dropped the camera? So you were were focused on the camera? And, like, I freaked out enough that I think Henry Rollins was a little little offended because I was was freaking out about Ian McKay and not freaking out about Henry Rollins. You were freaking out about who, Cash? Ian McKay. Thank you. Um, this is the story so I, about like the first time Bob Mool met, like first time Husker Du and Minor Threat played together. Bob Mool just like got hammered and just goes, "Strange, stupid." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love about that. Our back of your life is that everyone kind of has like these little jabs at each other. Well, and they all had their own little scenes, and they were yeah. only really united by the fact that nobody else liked. Yeah, no, they, they, none know, of them like, sounded like each like, other at all. And they yeah. just, yeah, it was. And it, I mean, but, you look at like the old SST catalog. And it's oh, yeah. Like, Lemonheads. <laughs> <laughs> it's another band I've played with and never met. Really? Yeah. You know, it's, it's because they were, they put out a vagrant record. Was that why you guys play with them? Uh, I don't remember. They, it was a new Amsterdam show. But uh, yeah, he, he would. He would just show up at the show. It's like if they were on at 10, he'd be there at 9.55. Shit, that's crazy. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, my friend uh, Ben. Oh, wow. were, uh, Chuck Berry song. Yeah. <laughs> we're playing Chuck Berry yeah. songs. Yeah. <laughs> Ben what Gettig. songs are we playing tonight, Chuck? Chuck Berry songs. Chuck Berry songs. Chuck Berry. One, two, three, four. Chuck My, Berry does not set foot on stage until he is paid in full. Yeah. Also, in a, cash. In cash. Into a white Cadillac. And he leaves his fucking car running on the curb. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's not fucking around. That sure. documentary is amazing. I want to see that for sure. It's awesome. You want another good Weezer story? Yes. Yay! Jesus Christ. All right, so we're playing at the Eagle. The Eagles Ballroom, which is in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. And it was like Jeffrey Dahmer's apartments, like across the street yeah. from it. Well, a hotel. <laughs> a hotel. That a hotel he yeah. Either worked at or so it's like something. It's or a both. big room. It's like 3,000 people or something like yeah. that. So uh, the guys in Cheap Trick come to the show. And their kids are apparently big Weezer fans. And they're like, hey, can we come up and play a song with you guys? And River said, no. And so we said, well, you can fucking do it with us. And, and they're like, okay. So we learned Surrender, and they come out, and we play Surrender with Robin oh my God. and Rick from Cheap Trick. That's awesome. Rick has Brian Bell's uh, Les Paul Custom. Like, he's using his guitar. Song ends, takes it off, throws it in the crowd. Oh, yes! You've never seen a guitar tech dive into a crowd so fast. Oh my god, that's incredible! But it's like the ultimate, like fuck you, wouldn't play with us. Oh, that's so fucking rad. The guitar tech suffers. Yeah, it's like my job. Yeah, because I'm sure, I'm sure Bell was just completely. I have a guitar. Oh shit! Oh, thank you. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll play a song. We'll play a song. Pee break. Pee break. Um, do you want to play a terrible two song? Do you like I you? You could play that Jersey the Giant song because that's where I had to teach my kids drummer how to play emo halftime at the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh shit! This is uh, Jersey the Giant off the album Jersey the Giant from the Terrible Twos.
recognize I'll keep singing till the story's told Jersey the Giant is unstoppable Giant undisputed proof I can't help you if you don't believe Jersey the Giant's from a magic bay
Vocal fry? No. That's like the Zoe Deschanel thing. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. It's kind of like Kermit the Frog. Look at the new girl. My ear horns aren't working. My ear horns aren't working. That sounds like something from drunk history. My ear horns aren't working. <laughs> oh, you want another man. Weezer story? Yes! Yeah! <laughs> oh God! Do you, do you not do you not talk shit about any other bands? <laughs> not usually. No, no. There's I gotta mean, be. I'll, I'll tell funny stories that. I was Yo, you got any in. Pantera stories? Funny enough, yes. I... No way! Oh! Uh, no, it's not that interesting. It's just more that. Uh, what's the drummer's name? Vinny. Vinny. Yeah. 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 Steinbeck Vinny. <laughs> No. How dare you? That guy, other guy died. I know. Uh, we went to his strip club in Dallas, which is called the Clubhouse. But he just sits for a couple interesting things. First of all, we went there with the. I don't know if I should say that. Uh, I gotta say the clubhouse. You I don't think want to was say who you Jack are. Ruby's strip club also in Dallas. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, uh, oh we went there, man, we went there with a band we were on tour with that uh, are quite successful that uh, were very nice to us. And uh, they uh, they oh, were more the, all the the pan, the people that worked there all the, like the metalheads were more impressed to see James because he was in Coalesce no than they way. were to see like <laughs> any of the and so anyway but the other thing about it is they have chairs like this like these nice big comfy chairs but they have wheels on them so that when people get pass out they just wheel them out to the parking lot and dump them <laughs> <laughs> so we went to we got the VIP treatment at Pantera Strip Club wow so, wow. Fantastic. Mm. And the strippers all had the strip to this song. Really? No. Nah. <laughs> Give it up for Tammy. All right. Fuck, I'm about to strip I went right to a now. strip club in Portland with my wife this last... There's a strip club in Portland? Oh, my God. That seems odd. No. And uh, she's That's like, oh, weird. all the strippers like you. And I'm like, nah, they can just tell I'm judging them and they all have daddy issues. <laughs> Were you a dad at this point? This was like earlier this year. <laughs> I uh, I don't like I don't like strip clubs. I don't like it. I don't. I'm it's over a, it. Honestly, I don't think I was ever into it. It's the first time I went to one. I was like, I was like, wow, I'm really aroused. Can't do anything about it. You know what's fun is if you get a lap dance, you look them right in the eye and you ask them about their kids. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing I was going to talk to you about earlier. Is Strippers that like kids. I'm less surprised when a stripper has a kid than when like a comic or a guy in a band says they have a kid. <laughs> like I just like with a stripper, I was, I was like, yeah, yeah, you, you just got to make money. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's 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 got to be so insane to like you know go be gone for a long time. And you know, the comics the same way. It's like like uh, you know, there's comics I know that do comics go on like tour tours like. No, go out it's, for two it's, months. They some they're starting to they're starting to be yeah. that kind of. Well, thing. I noticed like they're doing more comedy shows at rock clubs now. Yeah, so you can do one nighters as opposed to a weekend at a club. Okay. Uh, it's just that there's that's more of a gamble because it's like you know a comedy club people are just going to go no matter what. Uh, a rock club people are going to have to go for you specifically, which um, is you know for the longest time it could be, you know if you were David Cross that you could fill right. up a rock club. Uh, or anyone like that, but it's like you know, there's you know younger guys like 
you know, Kyle Kinane and Roy Scoville are starting to do this thing where they just do rock clubs. And it's, you know, I, I've, I've tried it a few times with the, with the meltdown. And it's, and it's, it's great, but it's, uh, the guarantee isn't always there. Uh, you know, it's a, you don't get a cut of like the food sales because there is no food at some of these. Wait, you foods. get a cut of the food sales? There's like there's weird percentages Jeez. that you can work into deals I've at comedy gotten, clubs. I can, I've had clubs that have taken percentages of our merch, and I'm like, well, then shouldn't we get a cut of the bar? And yeah. Like, uh, yeah. And then for a while there, it was kind of like, well, actually, you drink more than the fans do. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Blues Brothers. Uh, yeah. But, but um, yeah, that's a. Uh, I don't know where we were going with that. Uh, comics, rock clubs. Oh wait, what prompt? What prompted you to uh, to start a, a podcast? I want to know that because it's, you know a lot of people, a lot you know a lot of a lot of uh, comics start them. A lot of writers, a lot of uh, right. you know people that couldn't get into radio. I <laughs> I uh, I was telling Tony this because uh, uh, I his uh, you know because I stole him before you yeah. earlier. <laughs> you swiped it, bro. It's yeah. really disrespectful on the podcast community. You should know that. Yeah, no one ever really has the same sniped. guests on podcasts. <laughs> uh, well, because we were talking about him, you know, leaving Motion City and like. Yeah, I got th- I got that last year. No, no, I know. But I'm just, <laughs> we're just discussing it because I two years ago quit music entirely, and I went to go work on a farm and on a food truck, and I was just like, I'm so incredibly over it that I I need to just do something else completely. Something that that like. Now that's like that's really interesting because you know you were in the you've been a professional artist since how old were you when you when you started making money off of uh, music? Uh, I mean, I've never really had a real full time job. I've had like part time jobs at record stores and libraries and stuff like that. Well, what, how old were you when you? So like uh, started touring in '97, uh, so I was twenty, nineteen, twenty. Wait, how old were you when Four Minute or when you put out Woodson? I was 96, so 19, 18, 19. You're kidding me. Wait, really? You and I are like the same age, I think. I thought you were... No, How old not, are you? I'm thir- I'll am i be 36 very soon. I'm 37. Okay. That's so. crazy. Like, that's, that's incredible. Be- we had it's, really it's, good taste, though. What? <laughs> we had really good <laughs> yeah. taste. No, it's... Uh, uh, I, I think I remember reading some, um, I don't know, Flipside or some, some article or something like that about you guys. But was it Super Chunk was a... Super Chunk was a huge, in- and we got to. They actually opened for us on a tour. Which no is just way! Bananas. I saw that show. That's yeah. like that thing that, like, uh, in Detroit Rock City, where they say, like, you know, uh, a Blue Oyster Cult had Kiss open up for him. One year later, Blue Oyster Cult opened up for Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's yeah. I mean, I don't think it really helped them out at all. But they were really the very first. I met uh, Jim Wilbur, the guitar player, and the very first thing he ever said to me before he walked on stage was, "Watch and learn." <laughs> that's like, like this guy's badass. That's awesome. That's like that scene in Walk the Line, which is just like where uh, Jerry Lee Lewis comes in. He's, he's like, he's like, he's like, that's how you do it. That's how the killer does it. <laughs> Apparently, he that's might. what he makes everyone call him killer. Oh. And you guys, why did you never sign to? Why did you never sign to merge? They never asked. They never did. No, we almost signed a sub pop at one point. Whenabouts? Uh, well, we did. Uh, we did four minute mile on Doghouse, and then we're like, "Fuck this!" And so we started looking for other <laughs> record labels. <laughs> That's right. You didn't say you weren't going to talk shit on labels. Uh, well, the, the whole thing is that the, it wasn't. We never. We. I still have a rejection letter from Warner Brothers from our first like seven inch that we sent out that we put really out ourselves. Yeah, and it's just like the whole thing is like a we're going to put out a record on a this little hardcore label, and then we'll 
you know, to go on tour and take meetings and whatever. And we did that. But Four Minute Mile like blew up. Like everyone blow. I mean, everything in the indie world it did. It, it happened gradually because we were like on tour the whole time. Yeah. So it was like okay, so there's 50 people, and then we're gonna be back in six months, and there's 150 people, and then yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like zero to a million. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, It yeah. felt very natural. But uh, yeah, we did the we met with Geffen and we met with uh, shit. I don't even remember. Were you just not feeling it? Uh, we had or- decided to sign with a label called Mojo, which is what Real Big Fish and the Cherry Pop and Daddies. Yeah, were. and the A and R guy. They're very I eclectic. <laughs> no, but Mojo is also very eclectic, right? Well, at the time, the A and R guy is still a really good friend. He's not in in the business anymore, but like he, it was like, okay, the A and R guy gets it. Like he totally gets us. Wait, what was can, just for personal reason? What was this guy's name? Eric Jarvie. Okay. Uh, but then the people who own the record label, because you know you find like the guy you want to work with, but then his boss is like, "No, nah, we'll give him like two thousand dollars to make a record." And it's like we got more than that on Doghouse, you know. And we're not this green band. We have a track record. We're worth tickets. We sell yeah, records. Yeah. We tour all. I get the a track time. record. Four minute mile. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it! Uh, At the time, though, I felt like it was like, okay, so they got really big fish. So we got our ska band. We got Cherry Pump and Dice. We got our swing band. And now we need our emo band. And, like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. and then they would do stuff like, oh, we want you to, that song, Don't Hate Me. Like, okay, you got to re record that. We met with uh, Gilby Clark from Guns N' Roses as a potential producer. And he's like, that song's a hit. You got to redo that. And we're like, mm. I feel real bad for playing that right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a fine song. But, uh, yeah, and it just like, and then Vagrant came along, and it was like, all right, you can get remember, you can get us off Doghouse and Limp Biscuit. The guy Limp Biscuit's guy was trying to sign you guys. Durst, Borland, uh, the guy who's yeah he yeah yeah yeah, yeah the guy uh, the bass player from Stone Temple Pilots tried to sign my friends the wrong Blackouts. Oh, okay. uh, where it's like he was just say like, he was I'll produce and he produced like a few demos for them, and it was uh, I met him he was a real nice guy. You, and he, every time he talked about music, he talked like a like about music like a guy that wasn't in Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> like you should know better. We just got treated like we were like because we were young, so we yeah. got treated like we were young. We were like, we come from this punk scene. We've already put our own records out. We've been on tour for like two years now. Like we're not idiots. We're not signing a seven record deal. You know what I mean for no money. So yeah. No, it's not like you guys, you know, were young and then, like, you know, like a lot of like guys, it's like, I'm going to move to LA or I'm going to move to New York and then just make my way there. You guys were in the Midwest and you just kind of went and just did yeah, your Yeah, I mean, own the thing. only way we got successful was by leaving. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and it would be, like, we knew we were doing something right when bands coming through Kansas City from out of town would ask about us. Oh, wow. And, like, people yeah. were like, I don't know who they are. I do remember <laughs> going to see shows because one of you guys would call me up, Jim or Rob or something, would call and say, hey, we're playing the bottleneck tonight. Like, come out to and see nobody. us. nobody. And you guys, yeah, and there would be, no, there would be, like, I would come out and, and I knew you guys had just been out, off tour and then um, you would come in and I would hear that, like, you're selling out clubs and stuff uh, whatever, regionally and uh, whatever like your tour. North, like, Southern California and yeah, and But then there would be, like I would go to the sh- I would go to the shows and then there would be like uh, I don't know ten kids that were like had their knees to the to the 
stage that were like and then the whole rest right of the place you, is like empty. watching your chin underneath you, and then it was just empty. Well, you hear, the rest of it's it, like you, know, uh, you hear about that uh, with uh, Husker Du. It's like in mm-hmm. Minneapolis, nobody went to see them. Nobody seemed to like them, but they were just doing so well. Like they were the SST money makers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, and, not, and not that you guys were hated in your hometown. I don't want to get no, that no, impression, it, it but it was it was certainly a thing where it was like those guys go, ha, are there are local bands, and then you guys were like, uh, well, that yeah, was the thing. Like, a, we never intended to be, at least I didn't ever intend to be like a local band. You know what I mean? Like you can make uh, the rounds even in a place like Lawrence or Kansas City, which is pretty yeah. small. Like, you can make the rounds and play shows and make money. Yeah, but, no one plays Topeka, right? Because there's nothing there. There is a uh, a club <laughs> called the Booby Trap. <laughs> that town was. I've never been more depressed. Wait, you played in Topeka? I know. I've never. I did a commercial for Bing in Topeka because really? uh, Topeka tried to change their name to Google Kansas to try and get the fiber optics that Google was offering. Oh, up. I didn't hear about this. Yeah, well, it was just it was, the capital, dude. What someone should Why tell it. Someone should tell that. Are you serious? I've never Why seen a more depressing. A more man. depressing capital would be Carson City, Nevada. <laughs> Like it's like this is like it's a depressing. Fu- it look it's it's the capital, and I was you know I noticed that the, yeah, the, the main town city, hall or whatever in the middle of the Capitol building in the middle of the city has scaffolding all around it. And I asked him, I was, I was like, oh, how long has that been under construction? He's like, oh, no, since I was in middle school, I guess. <laughs> that sounds about right. I yeah, I think I, <laughs> I think I went on a field trip. Yeah, it, it, it was like you know it's like those the the bin commercials were a whole like man on the street thing. We had to postpone a day of shooting to go and find people at a mall to tell them to go on the street. Because, <laughs> like, there was no way... Any other place we did it, you, I could be on the street, wait for someone to walk by and go, Bigger Google! And, you know, something like that. And then, uh, well, it's because if you walk around on the street in Topeka, you'll get shot. <laughs> no one's there! No one's around! I, my, my wife is a speech therapist, and she was doing home visits in Topeka. And you, there are certain parts of Topeka where you need to call the police department to tell them you're going there. It's like meth crazy. Like really? Trailer, yeah. Like uh, kids testing positive for meth. Like babies. Oh, shit. And uh, so you have to call Why, why the do they test babies? To see if they're on meth. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When, a, when, a, yeah. when there's a one and a half year old just blazing down the street, you got to <laughs> check it for something. Our baby's been up for five days. We don't know why. Like a bullet. <laughs> Seven miles an hour. Crawls like knees. a bullet is like the best <laughs> name for kids. something. That's yeah. my next kid's record. <laughs> Such a good emo band name. Yeah. No, you got it. We Jim had the idea of doing emo band name dice, where it was like each side of the dice was like a month or a season. Oh yeah, yeah. Or a, so That's some, summer of Sundays. That was his emo <laughs> band. Uh, me and my friends, we uh, we wanted to start like a kind of like emo screamo band and then call it uh, this noun verbs because <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was all these uh, like this this something does something. Yeah. Uh, it, well, it was band a, names now, like you look at if you go to Warp Tour this year and you look at band names, it's like they're sentences. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's yeah. like yeah. as I lay dying. Oh yeah, that's yeah. even a short one. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll know by, by the trail of death. Well, that's yeah. an old school. There are two. Those two oh, guys are good. from Hawaii. They went to Kalaheo, my high school. Oh, they're from El Paso. No, they moved. To uh, Austin. they moved to Austin. Austin. That's yeah, where they're Austin. from. Oh yeah, and you guys went. Uh, speaking of El Paso, you did a tour in '99 with uh, at the drive-in. Very accusatory. Yeah. Sorry. It's only because <laughs> did you tour in '99? Admit it. Extended. No, because I, I went to that finger. show. You guys did the bottom of the hill, I think. Yep. Two nights. Crocodile. That was yeah. the first night I met those guys. Yeah, that's. That was, uh, that I went weird. to that show, and it was. Yeah, uh, it's good. Take out like the best live band ever as your opening band. <laughs> <laughs> See yeah, how your merch like, sales suffer. It, 
Yeah, because they were just maniacs. Yeah. Like uh, Cedric or whatever would just be crawling, you know, all over the place like fucking... They, no, like, like the MC5. Yeah, yeah. Well, go figure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, did they have the froze yet on that? Yeah, album? they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. I know. Just like uh, that was in San Francisco. And did you do you like? Do you remember like? So you must have got interviewed a lot during that. Like uh, something right home about was kind of like a real watermark. No, actually, no, not while it was happening. Really? So do you do you remember a lot of the people that interviewed? Do you, you ever remember any of the people that interviewed you when you were on tour for that record? Why did either of you interview me? What? No, no, I was a child. Oh, okay. I interviewed you <laughs> twice. For, for the what? Chronicle, when you guys were touring on that well, record. Well, nice to see you again, man. Thank you. Nice to see you too, Matt. <laughs> this but guy was a real piece of shit uh, in San Francisco. They, there was a night uh, called Greg fucking Heller Night. Uh, Greg fucking Heller? Greg fucking Heller oh. Night. It's pretty brutal to local bands. But we were, you were talking before about the names. <laughs> My boss at the Chronicle, who shall remain nameless, called me one day and said, this emo thing is really happening. I want you to talk to Matt Pryor and uh, Blake from Jets to Brazil. Was it just Brazil by that time? Yes, it uh, was. Yes, it was. And also, I can't remember his name from the promise ring, the guy with the brain issue. Davey. Davey. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the guy issue. with the brain. He had yeah. a tumor. Yeah, he had a giant brain tumor. Like that. part of his brain. skull is missing. Yeah, it was, before, think, uh, it was before Woodwater. Yes, thank you. And I asked you specifically, why did all these bands end up with these names? And you gave the greatest answer ever, which was, we all had a conference and decided we oh, were going to have names. I still use that. <laughs> do you? <laughs> no, because you know where Bits. I use it? You know where I use it? It's in bit. Germany. Because they'd be like, so why do all the emo singers become country singers? <laughs> and I said, well, me and Chuck Reagan have this conference every year, and we decide what we're going to do next. Uh, well, it was extremely embarrassing because the article came out before you guys, I think before you played The Great American, and the fucking article was called Emotional Rescue. Oh. I, did, I just want you to know, if you ever have it in your clippings pile anywhere, I did not name it. <laughs> it was named by my fucking boss. I had nothing banana. to do with it. I was Oof. just a normal person. Oh, I, I, I've learned to not... Uh, to, whether I, I don't... I never blame the journalist anymore. There's always something... Like uh, for my last solo record, Dan uh, Ozzy or Ozzy, the guy who does Jaded Punk Hulk on Ozzy. Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really, that guy's really funny. Yeah, yeah, he's funny, but he was, it's a noisy that he writes for. I think so, yeah. yeah. Well, he had an interview with him, super awesome, cool, and then his name is on the byline of my album review, which is like, this is the biggest piece of horse shit, makes me want to shoot myself, and he's like, I didn't write that. I wrote the first sentence, which is, Matt Pryor is the singer of the Get Up Kids. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Jesus so. Christ. But that's, that's, that's been happening for forever. I mean, that's, that's going back to the Buddyhead days of just like <laughs> just shitting on us is just. Well, know. that Buddyhead shit on every, every band that wasn't. Um, on Buddyhead Records? Yeah, what was yeah. the band? What was the band? I always forget their name uh, because their music sucked. Um, uh, Kid Icarus? <laughs> Uh, Icarus Line. Icarus Line. Icarus Line. It's uh, that was the guy from Buddyhead. Well, no, it was yeah, it was there was Aaron from uh, and then there was Travis. Travis was the funny one. Aaron was the dick. <laughs> Didn't the Icarus Line wind up on Vagrant? Yeah, I think they did. I think they did eventually. Not, well, not during my tenure. I just, I just like you know, it's like I remember everyone going like it's like oh, Buddyhead's great, and then there's a, and then like Icarus Line was everywhere, and then I realized the only reason Icarus Line was popular is because they would be a fiasco live. And then people go to the Buddyhead site where they're just like this. It's this hip site saying that they're the greatest band. But then you realize everything all these guys do is ironic. And so it was just all a farce. So it was Emperor's New Clothes, and they created that entire scene. Well, good on you. Sure. <laughs> Joe has always been friendly to me, but uh, and I like Travis uh, uh, from Buddyhead. He's a he's a. I think 
we're not enemies anymore. <laughs> you and Travis or just buddy? My head? band and Travis. Yeah. We were for a bit. I think that guy got addicted to just being, you know, a dick. It goes a little deeper with us, but... Really? Yeah, but we shouldn't talk about that. We could. <laughs> I got another Weezer story. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's not going to work anymore, Matt. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to play a Guitar Kansas? Guitar Kansas. Guitar Kansas. God damn it. I knew it because I looked at it earlier. I was like, it's Guitar Kansas. And Don't I got, play that one. That song's just like a boring country, like... I liked it. All right, play it. It's got no, a, no, no. What do you it's want? It's got an upright bass solo. I was it. just trying to find oh, something... No. Definitely. Yeah, I was just trying to play something that you didn't want to go turn down, turn off. I'm not, there's, I'm not no, gonna... there's no vocals in it, so you can crank exactly. it. Exactly! Yeah. <laughs> it was right. a little hash pipe. This is Guitar Kinsaw from the New Amsterdam. Oh, uh, it, it was a great collection, uh, uh, Outroduction. Which, this is my favorite part. There's a review on Ardio. What's the review? <laughs> the review on Ardio is from some girl. And this is what she says. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that there isn't any new material on this. There is new material on it, and it's it's an ending. It's yes, whole... <laughs> yeah, real weird. Yeah, it's a really weird thing to say. <sighs> no, like you said, it's that's uh... like the whole thing where like you just get back from Philly and on Twitter, like when you guys coming to Philly? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I, I was hate, just yeah, there yeah. yesterday, dude. Oh man, I do you read comments? Do you do you do that? Eh. Yeah, I saw like there was a comment. Um, that someone left on iTunes. I usually just kind of scroll, see if there's something good about me. Yeah, then... yeah, yeah. That's what I try. There was a like uh, for the meltdown show. Someone like it's like a uh, uh, love the show was the headline of it, and then the the body of it was uh, although I'm not a fan of Jonah Ray at all, I'll well, continue to watch the show. Yeah, yeah, and I, then the, yeah, and then someone for this podcast wrote, uh, um, "Come for the comedy, leave for the music." Sometimes you play that stuff that's not great. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, it's <laughs> submitted. It's submitted As stuff. As a fan of the show, no, I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate the concept. Yeah, it's a, it. You know, it's it's a submitted show, and I'm. I All w- I'm saying is like you, you know, and you're gonna go through this with your show. Is that? Sure. And I'm sure that you already have as a comic, but yeah. like I, I'm made out of the toughest. Le- you can't cut me with anything. I want that, but that's the you, thing. This but is it like, come. It it's a hard. It's a tough road. You, to you are not like a, a stand-up comedian. I am yeah. a happy guy, but I'm, you know, uh, 12 years removed from On a Wire where we got slaughtered. Did you really? Yeah. Re- you remember. Yeah, yeah. Did they, like, even make, did they even shit on the artwork or what happened? I, I, I've, I've gone through a bit of a, well, I mean, I've gone through my own ringer as a, as a like, just what people talk shit on your yeah. stuff on the internet, you know? And you just have to, like... if You just have to think if you're putting your stuff out there, you're, like, naturally going to get people that bark back at it, you know? Well, you know, it's... So, you know I, I mean, want to know, that though, thing because... where it's, like, positive, 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 one negative, and you're just like... <coughs> yeah, and that's all what you... What the yeah. fuck? Well, you know. Here's another thing, because, uh, you know, as, like, a guy who does podcasts, it's, like, I'm very much just myself, and so... It's like, you know, for you, they can shit on your work. And for you, they'll shit on your music. But, like, the kind of comments that I tend to get is, like, this guy sucks. He thinks he's so cool, and he's not. He's a piece of shit. Like, I... I get pe- those. You get those? Yeah. When I interview anybody who's, like, like Frank from My Chem. Yeah. I got a lot of shit for that, because My Chemical Romance is, like, the biggest band on the planet. And so it's, like, 14-year-old girls listening to it, and they're... Or when I interviewed Jim from Jimmy Eat World, who's my friend, but like Jimmy Eat World fans, I didn't know this, are apparently really militant. Really? And they just like, like all of a sudden it's like five stars on iTunes to one. You know, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like Jesus Christ. Oh, that many? That yeah, many like, they like brought took it your... down. Holy mm. shit. So 
I mean, it's like, who complains about a podcast? I mean, oh, take it from me. No, no, but really. Many, 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 no, many. No, no, but I'm just saying, like, so there's the whole thing, like, okay, so it's bad enough if you're complaining about a record. It's bad enough if you're complaining about art. It's bad enough if you're complaining about a TV show. This is a po- We are in a garage. In it's a pretty nice garage. It's it's granted. <laughs> it's finished. You know, L1011 used to live in. That's why this uh, is all drywalled. All right. <laughs> We're still in a garage. Matt Pryor impressed. <laughs> to the greater point, Matt. <laughs> this is a fucking free medium. Oh, yeah. You don't exactly. like it. Yeah. yeah. There's literally almost no way to make money off of this, and it takes a whole lot of time it to sure do. It does. Yeah. I mean, granted, we're having a good time. We're drinking beer and telling stories, but it's just fuck them. Yeah, exactly. It's like, but other people are going to be like, you know what? Fuck other people. Yeah, so. yeah. I want this every. If you ever do like get a bad comment on any of your things, you just respond to them with a. Oh, you guys want to hear another Weezer story? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do like when you were like, "What songs should I have him play?" And I was trying to like be self-deprecating because I like, you say, "Is this a thing on? Ring song. Is this thing on my promise ring?" Do you know that song? Would you want to play it? I don't know how to play it. I'd like you to play it. That's a great song. Okay. Well, yeah, sure. Let's play it. Uh, Davey doesn't seem like he has the kind of... He's not the kind of guy that would want to... Sue us? Sue us? Yeah. <laughs> is that on Jade Tree, that record? Yeah, all their stuff is on Jade Tree Everything until the last Jade one, which yeah. is on Anti. That's right. Wait, is there a record after Woodwater? No, no there's not. Yeah, right. That's the last one. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Also, uh, if anyone is... Uh, we had an unspoken rivalry with the Promise Ring for a long time. Yeah, it seems uh, like uh, I remember hearing about that. Yeah. It really was an unspoken rivalry. It was like managers and label people yeah. pitting <laughs> us against each other. And we were just like, hey, man. Yeah, yeah. And then the, <laughs> and, and then the, and the Jazz June was no, like, yeah, we're part of that rivalry, too. And everyone's like, no, you're not. You're not. Hey, Jazz June, get out of here. Uh, they're from Milwaukee. Who is from Manhattan? Who's Manhattan, from? Kansas? Yeah. Was there Ultimate a- Fake Book. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got All right, got you. Yeah, I you. Um, so right here. we're going to play a track from uh, their album, Nothing Feels Good, which is a great album. This is, is this thing I, on? I listen to this record to this day. I do too. Over no, no, no. I, I listen to, uh, I, yeah, this is actually, as far as Promising Records go, this is the most listened to this for me. Uh, but the Woodwater is a great record to have on vinyl. It's a nice, like, it's mellow. Do, doing stuff around the house yeah. kind of records. Yeah. So this is, is this thing on? Uh, the sophomore disc, as this guy says.
even though we yeah. said coming back three times. Cash, were you on the ball? No, I was. It, Travis was telling a great story. Well, really, were you listening to the story about looking at your phone and texting? Yeah, no, I was telling what's people weird, about. What's the weird fucking gash you're texting right now? Gash. Weird gash. Gash. gash? Yes, yeah, a gash. Wow. Was that offensive? I was. Only if you're a woman. Yeah. Work email. Oh, oh it, you guys are just assuming it's a woman. No, I'm not. Cash. That's very. That's, what that's dude's not, butthole are you texting with um, right now? Harley it's not as bad as oh, is his oh, name? Jesus. <laughs> I have a couple of their split sevens, actually. <laughs> hatchet wounds. Split sevens? Yeah, they have a split seven. Hatchet Oh, wound. Jesus. Split seven. That's hot. Oh, wait. Record. Never mind. Uh, oh. I got shit on by a drop. Okay. One more. One more Weezer story, and then I'm done. Yeah! So the tour we were on. Oh, you know what? We have to like make sure to tell uh, Dana Lichtenberg to have a Weezer parody uh, <laughs> cover for this. Okay. Or you know what? But it probably should be like on a wire or something like that. Yeah. Just kind of incorporate everything. There you go. Uh, okay. So the tour that we were on, and granted, this is God, thirteen years ago. One of the sponsors, it was Yahoo, sponsored the tour, and then one of the other sponsors was a digital camera company, and so they had these life-size cutouts of the four guys in Weezer and you could quote unquote get your picture taken with them Ugh. So the, to promote this digital camera company so then at the very end of the tour after we had set everything on fire that was our last our last set we set everything on fire oh literally and, yeah like, oh, okay. James like poured lighter fluid all over the keyboards and I smashed it was awesome that sounds amazing uh, we stole the cutouts right and then uh, we went I, was, I know I was at this tour I was on did you I, go to Vegas? I did. I no, not Vegas. I was uh, at some. I was in a backstage area of something, and I the, we there was cutouts, and I remember this. Yeah. Well, they were in Robbie's basement for a long time afterwards. But uh, so we stole the cutouts, and then uh, we on the way home we had a you know driving home from San Diego. So we stop in Vegas, and we have you know bus driver takes a nap. We rented a limo and have video of driving around Las Vegas, hanging out with Weezer. <laughs> and like, <laughs> oh my god! And like having people on the street like take pictures with them and stuff. And where is this footage? Where is this video, it's, please? It's, my friend has it. You have to put that on. Uh, <laughs> it's online. really, it's pretty fucking funny. I'm That's a professional uh, union-oriented uh, television editor. <laughs> I was interviewed by a trade magazine <laughs> today. <laughs> Are you on Drunk History, or do you work on Drunk History? <laughs> no, uh, almost both, but <laughs> I will edit that footage. <laughs> uh, Neil, how do you? what do you do when you want something edited out of the show? Oh, I scream racial epithets. <laughs> alphabets. Racial I scream racial alphabets. By the way, he's not doing that anymore. Any, any N-words he drops are sting in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Never said that. That's... <laughs> Oh shit! Neil! <laughs> I like that word. So. I like that Sorry. one. Um, Make that a drop. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what this is. Uh, wh- wh- where did this sound come from? In full effect. Oh, that's a good in story. Fucking full effect. That is at the replay lounge. Whoa! Oh, Sick. Uh, blew it. No, no, no. That was actually that was uh, the the keyboard running out of batteries, and that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. <laughs> can I sample that and put it on? The <laughs> sure can. Uh, that was at a show we played at a bar in Lawrence called the Replay Lounge, which is like the small uh, punk bar yeah, in town. I think I and this, there once. yeah, this guy was there, and he was telling us how to make LSD. 
No and way. And James like lysergic acid, and so James. James has a whole thing of like recording people, like drunk people when they're telling stories. It's on like. Was it? And we're like, say, say Reggie in the fact. Say that again. Try a lysergic acid, diaphylamine, and triaphylamide, which substitutes for cephalamide. Hell yes. Now, can you say Reggie in the full effect? In Reggie in the, the full, full effect. effect. In. Ow! <laughs> fucking full effect. In fucking full effect. Have <laughs> <laughs> you heard the drunk, the later ones where it's drunk girl at the Get Up Kids show? Oh, I think that's on Under the, the Tree. Yeah. Is it the second one? Promotional, promotional, promotional copy. copy. Yeah. Uh, the way, Drunk History is on at 10 p.m. <laughs> Tuesday nights. We'll do plugs when we do plugs. <laughs> hey, uh, or you can just buy Reggie and the Full Effect records and listen to Drunk You know, it might not be in any of the actual... Uh, it may have been edited out because there may have been Tuesday some legal ramifications. If you're going to wear the uniform, you got to sell the cookies, right? Because uh, definitely don't, some, no. some Drunk Girl clips on that record. Yeah. I, maybe you've, heard, you've probably heard more than... I was there when it was being yeah. recorded. So it was just some random dude that you ran into? Yeah, it's just some crazy. I mean, Lawrence, and did you guys play on that first record? I'm on the the first Reggie record. Yeah, I am. I'm on the first two. Just playing guitar, singing. Oh, I'm hitting all the high notes. I'm oh. the one who, I'm the one who can sing like a woman. The first thing James and I, oh, yes. <laughs> the first thing James and I ever sang on together was the Coalesce Led Zeppelin covers record, and so he and I are doing like the. Uh, 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 oh, nice! Because uh, Sean can't hit those notes because he sounds like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then he was going around t- Coalesce shows, passing out these cassettes of these stupid songs that he wrote. And we're like, you should go in the studio and do that. And so Reggie and the Full Effect was born. That's what it, yeah, that's what it seems like. It seemed like a fun project that just kind of blew the fuck up. Yeah, it kind of took on a life of its own. Yeah, and he just and he manipulated it. It, however, which way that—that that was what I always thought Reggie was so cool. Is, if you let leave James to his own devices, if he doesn't have any kind of an editor at all, that's rich. I mean, his. And then you re- guys did a, an EP together recently. Yeah, we just did a couple more songs. Uh, I sent him some stuff the other day. This, the The idea is to do an album, but you know, there's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, his new. Have you heard the newest one? The newest Reggie record. No, I don't think so. It's called No Country for Old Musicians, which I advised against. And there's a, a little there's a little kid dressed as Ice or uh, as Mr. T. Mr. T. Yeah. Uh, play a. Can you play one more song? Yeah, we can play. Yeah, we can do whatever the fuck What's we the want. What's the name of this song? It's called like. <laughs> let's find it. Super Croc versus another, Make a Douche. Who need Who needs another drink? Who needs another James, drink? F- featuring Floppy Disk O. That's his uh, his rap. Character. Oh, Jesus Christ. James rapping. Albany, New York, Nickelback Arena, January 19th, 1992. Hands down, best Royal Rumble in history. Nature Boy Ric Flair takes down. still talking about that Royal Rumble? Fuck yes, I am. All you little motherfuckers better recognize Floppy Disc is in charge. Super badassy, tipping eye classy, making other ladies go large. Woo! Don't talk to me about all the stupid bullshit you watch, watch on TV. I punched a cop at a traffic stop and didn't call it reality. But I smell bacon, something must be shaking. Where you gonna put those leaves you're raking? Why are you faking? Do you remember breaking? Yeah, I remember breaking. Nose and yeses, lucky guesses. How you gonna smoke in those fancy dresses? Sky's hazy, feeling lazy. Smoking PCP might make me crazy. 
Hey, did you just say that you smoke PCP? What? Did you just say you smoke PCP? No, I never smoked it. I saw somebody on TV smoke it. It's like the same fucking thing. The fuck was that? Girls from the birds who's sitting on curves asking me to buy them beer. Looking for trouble, found it on the double. Will you tell me when the coast is clear? The ladies in the city acting all shitty, thinking that they're better than me. Well, you can be on top of tail with flip flop, and you see what I want you to see. Word, I can't give you everything, and I'm not even gonna try. I'm gonna run away. I'm gonna run away. I'm gonna run away and hide. Okay, hands up. Wants another drink? Okay. Hands up. Who needs another drink? Look at that hot mess. Try to wear a tight dress. Why you try to walk in heels? Better get your eyes checked. Isn't on a train wreck. Taking her home for real. Go floppy disco. Breaking up the Crisco. What you gonna bake today? It's warm and juicy. Super nice and loosey. Making all the ladies say. Reggie and the Full Effect and fucking Full Effect with their latest album, No Country for Old Musicians. A funny thing happened on the... That's not it. Who Needs Another Drink featuring Floppy uh, Disco? Oh, shit. Well, we've we've lost some people. Well, Mike Henry left. Uh, Travis Travis is probably peeing in the yard. Adam has delved into his phone. So ever since you got a girlfriend, your mind hasn't been on the band. (laughs) The band that doesn't exist or the band that... Wait, you guys started a band without me? Oh, no, 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 oh. don't worry. We're not playing Scott. I want to be in another no. band. You want to be in another band? <laughs> we, I have a jam pad. We could go there right now. I'm going to stay up till I'm on Kevin and Bean. <laughs> oh, you, I you was thinking about that today because you have to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning tomorrow to be on Kevin and Bean. I don't know. Yeah. K-Rock. Kevin Bean is the K-Rock tomorrow? morning show. I've heard of it. I've never yeah. heard it. But you, you it's, you're doing it's that tomorrow It's the morning? night of the premiere of your show. you got to do the fucking strokes on Howard Stern. Like stay up all night. <laughs> Get I just had to do comedy bang up. bang hungover from the premiere party, and it was the worst idea. <laughs> but that's different. That's like a podcast. That that's true. Lives forever. We Morning were, radio is disposable. <laughs> we were on 120 minutes one time. No way. And they record that at like nine in the morning. I don't know why, because Matt Pinfield throws down. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They yeah, it like yeah, nine man. in the morning. They quit it in the morning, and they go up to a someone in the band, and they're like, "Oh, what's that perfume you're wearing?" And he goes, "Gin and tonic." Nah, <laughs> Matt Pinfield. There, uh, there's a uh, comedy version of him. Uh, there's this guy uh, that I call the Matt Pinfield comedy. His name is John Roy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you check him out, he is uh, definitely he. Um, I it's uh, our you friend ever met Matt Pinfield. 
No, but he's, he's all over that first. He's all over that first H two O record. Is he? He's like like there of H two O's first record has all them just hanging out, recording them having oh. conversations about hardcore, how it's life, how it's family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and they've been a couple guys that have been on the show like Rusty and yeah, they're all great Rusty guys. Before, yeah. I just wish they, uh, I wish like you know, I wish they knew they were a pop punk band because they would have a, like a lot easier of a time, uh, I think, in their lives because they are one of the catchiest pop punk bands I've ever heard. But they call themselves hardcore. I love those guys. Those guys, everyone in here is getting real weird. It was because Cash was taking pictures. Oh, is that everyone trying to look skinny? I think the beer's <laughs> kicking in. Or the peyote is. <laughs> and the peyote. That's like the, that's like the guy that like, has been dr- not like, sandbagging his beer all night. Hey, yeah. guys, I think this beer is kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking an O'Doul's over here. <laughs> um, but uh, we were talking about some. <laughs> I just don't like I don't like having to fucking drive this boat. Usually Cash will grab a mic and like ask an interesting he's question. Fading, though. Yeah, he's yeah. been on a fucking back burner all night. Oh. <laughs> Give me the mic, Neil. No, oh, like Neil's got like no, Neil's I'm got something on point to job. say. Nailed it. Nailed it. All right, and drive the boat, Neil. All right, let's wrap it up. <laughs> That'd be fun. No way, you hoser. Yay! <laughs> Neil just watched Goon. He's way into the. I'm super into. You seen Goon? Goon? Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh my god! Oh, it's, it's the what greatest it? movie. It's a movie. It's like a. It's you a see Fubar? type movie about a uh-huh. uh, Canadian hockey player, or no? It's about an American hockey player, but like the fighters, you know, like the the goons. Yeah. And it's uh, it's made by like uh, Jay Baruchel, who's like written a bunch of those Seth Rogen movies and stuff and it's, it's a great he's movie. the friend in uh, uh, World's End no not World's End but uh, this, this, is, the this end. is the end oh, yeah. I need to see more movies did you get killed? we had another hey, time were you in this is the end no no that was Jonah Hill uh, <laughs> oh, I thought does that, that come up some, does that ever come up does that come up only on my Google alerts when a Jonah Hill <laughs> when a Jonah Hill movie comes out on Blu-ray. <laughs> Jonah Blue Ray, yeah, or Jonah Hex. When Jonah, when someone's talking about Jonah Hex Jonah on Blu-ray, Hex. oh boy, who's That's, Jonah Hex? I don't know. It's a comic book character that was a movie with uh, Josh movie. Brolin. Josh Brolin, yeah. who I didn't know is one of the FBI agents in uh, Flirting with Disaster, that uh, David O. Russell movie. Oh, yeah, That's fun. Is the what? He's the one that the other FBI... <laughs> Stop running that in and went... Oh, That's God. what she said. Hey, uh, Matt, as a listener of the podcast, have you felt <laughs> that this has been a sufficient version of what you've heard on? That's about par for the course, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That question was like the most <laughs> syntax error. This is the least I've ever heard Greg Heller chime in on any conversation. <laughs> I have like 7,000 questions. Hit I can me. make this... Go I, for it. Really? Sure. Wait, wait, but I have all music oh, shithead questions. Dude, I want to I get up. I want to run a timer and give Greg Heller one minute to ask as many questions as he can. And I'm, I'm going to play. Uh, all right. One. One. Uh, hold on. Do I have to answer the questions in the minute? No, no he's just got a, he's okay. got a minute of questions, and then I'm going to give you a minute to answer all of the questions he asks in a minute. And I will decide if they are correct or incorrect. All right. Ready? Wait, Here is we he go. answering on the fly? There we go. 59, 58. When did you realize that the octave chord thing was becoming a thing in your scene? After action in action. And why seconds. do you think it became a thing in your scene? Because it's fucking easy. It's an octave chord. Who invented it? Dr. Octave. All right. Well played. 
Who sold more records, you, Jets to Brazil, or Jimmy Eat World? 40 Jimmy, seconds. Jimmy Eat World. Who's second? Us. What about the promise ring? I think us. Why did you never sign to Jade Tree? They never asked. Really? They never 30 asked? seconds. Um, do people in emo bands ever sleep with fans? Yes. Nice! Not me, but yes. All right. Um, what's the lamest question a journalist has ever asked 20 seconds. You? Do people in emo bands sleep with fans? <laughs> I was really hoping you would say that. Um, did any of your, did any Get Up Kids fans shit on you for the new Amsterdam? 10 seconds. No. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Five seconds. Four. Three. Um, fuck you, Neil Mahoney. Two. That's not a question. No more seconds. <laughs> to, uh, to elaborate on what you just asked. Oh, I'm sorry, the minutes the, up. No, the, no, no, the minutes up. Well, well he has an right. answer, Cash. Jesus. All right. I've found that people are more open to the idea of us individually doing different things than the get up kids itself trying different things. There are the people who are like along for the ride and are like, oh, yeah, on a wire is different, but like, we'll, you know, check it out. But a lot of people, it's like those first two records, that's who you are, don't fuck it up. You know, and so they're like, "Oh yeah, you can go do your little thing on the side there." That's you know? crazy. On Wire is a great, yeah, great album. Really it's weird. not. There's good songs on it, but it's you don't fun. like it? No, I like a lot of it, but front to back, it's not, not perfect. No. Okay, well, like you know, it's it's rare. There's a song on it called "The Worst Idea." You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to point out that two of Greg Keller's questions were. Seriously? <laughs> that's my and that's Greg fucking Heller, the former music journalist from San Francisco's The Stranger? I don't know. It's one of them. One of them the weekly. That's, uh, that's Seattle. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so wait a minute. Do we now have to listen to that atrocious kiss song? Which one are you talking about? We've had a lot of fun hanging out. I want to thank all of our guests. Matt Pryor, please sure hate this song. Be sure to hold. Wait, wait, whoa. Say what? This is the, that's the worst. It's a cover, too. Is it really? Yeah, is it Slade, I think? Is yeah. Yes, yeah. every cover from the 70s is a Slade cover. <laughs> every Quiet Ride song is a Slade cover yeah. as well. Wait, what? It's a cover. Not even Kiss could write a song that right, fucking we, cheesy. We got, we got to get the original in the sample. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't it have a talking bit in the middle of it, too? Yeah. There's like a, a speech? Like a talk-off of, like... You don't know what you want to do, but you should do this. But this is Kiss's... Where's the original one? Uh, Paul Stanley outtakes from oh, stage. so good. Does anybody like to get high? Oh. Does anyone like the taste of alcohol? Yeah. Have you ever heard the Venom outtakes? Yeah. Oh, those are the best. You see this? This is Newcastle. Brown ale. Some people have said that Venom is causing calling it a day, but that's not the case! That was Venom? Oh, so good, yes. Jesus Christ. We came to some press. We said, fuck that shit. <laughs> there was a... Uh, shit, was it Venom? There was a guy uh, that was in a band. What was the actor uh, that gets the uh, alien shit dropped in his eye uh, in the movie Alien? Yeah. He has a real weird name. Real weird name. He has. He looks up and the fucking. Nope. No. 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 It's uh. Yafet Kodo. Oh yeah. Yafet Kodo was a band from the Bay Area, and uh, yeah, the guy, uh, the guy who was, um, uh, I think their main singer. He lived in Hawaii for a bit, and he was in Yafet Kodo. But then he also went on tour playing with. uh, what was the parody, the hardcore band parody band from D.C.? Chud Chud? Not Chud. No, you're thinking Jud Jud. Jud Jud. Jud, Jud. Uh, no, but it was you know the... Jud Jud? No. It's all like hardcore songs. Jud Jud. Jud Jud. Jud Jud. Satyricon? They did a... Satyricon? 
Firestorm and yeah, they did Firestorm yeah. by uh, Earth Crisis. Oh awesome. shit! I'm gonna fucking find that right now. Judd Judd. Um, <laughs> Battle of the Obscure Random Crap. Yeah, Neil, I have a question yeah, for you. Neil, can I ask you a question? Of Adam and his package after this. Neil, can I ask you a question? Yes. What's the longest episode of Jonah Radio? Oh. You would know better than Like, that. Neil would know something? <laughs> he thinks they're all half as long as they really are. Yeah, they're like 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I black out usually after about 15. I, c- I can only make it through about 45. <laughs> Maybe 220, <laughs> I think, is the longest. Do you know if people skip over the songs? Well, Do you have that data? No, I don't. Data? I don't. I don't know. You know what? It's like you know. Sometimes, like the like playing a song for uh, for somebody, it might not reach to everybody, but people will hear it and then they'll like it. Then they'll go and pay for music for the band or go see them live. Our friends, yeah. uh, the Manx, were on the show and they, you know, we played some songs from them. They went on tour and they said. At minimum, I was, no, no I, I think I applaud what you're doing. I just wondered if you knew if people like that's that thing that like Marin always says, where it's like everyone skips through the first fifteen minutes. Well, no, Pete Holmes well, no, has people... the best joke about that, which is uh, I'm going to make a million dollar app that skips over the first twenty minutes of your podcast. <laughs> I think you, you occasionally get emails or tweets from people like, "Oh yeah, I heard blah 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 on, on your show, and yeah, I, yeah, I, I saw I their band and bought their album." More likely, people are skipping over the rest of the podcast. The talking to yeah, yeah, music. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah. But you know, in the end, it's just it's just people on their dumb, boring drive to work that are listening to podcasts. So that's just it's I their fault. Hey, judgment. I listen to it on my. Dumb, boring plane ride to yeah, oh to go play, play rock and roll across the world. Yeah, oh, it's so boring. <laughs> you you got to understand the people that listen to what? Yeah, it's boring. No, believe me, I, I do the fucking same hey, thing. Hey man, I was sitting. <laughs> At least you get to play to people that don't know how to speak the language. I have to do. I have to perform to people <laughs> oh that know the language God. better than me. Get off me. the cross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> get off the cross. Oh, Matt oh, Brown, you told you to get off the cross. Drops. Get off the cross. Drop. Because that's. So very. But then you it was don't a pretty cold burn. Fun, uh, like uh, awkward, like bad English, like comments, like German comments. No, they're I like, don't. That's right. Like your new singer is not as good as your old singer. <laughs> <laughs> That's you are, real. You are very much to suck the dick. <laughs> or uh, this last time they go, thank you very much for playing many old songs. Last time you played many new songs that no one can dance. For. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! No one can clap for. That's oh, what oh, no one can clap, clap. for. Also, real quick, Cash, what did I say at the beginning of the podcast? Don't do anything German. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Full circle. Yeah, Cash, oh, it's pretty, pretty easy to see you just saying fucking everybody into the cattle car. Next up, Bergen Belson. Talk about cattle cars. This is a seven inch. My friends had a band and they did this. As a ジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジェジ
And uh, I was like, I was like, I got up hungover, and I saw a water bottle. I was like, oh, this must be my parents' water bottle in the fridge. I take, I just start chugging it, and it was vodka that my parents had hid in a water bottle. <laughs> that made me at a wedding once. Really? <laughs> well, yeah, I grabbed it from mom. It was at Jessica's wedding. What? And I was. <laughs> Hold on. I have so many questions about your family now. Yeah. I I, seriously, you why would wedding. you hide vodka in a water bottle? I don't know. Wedding. It doesn't make any sense. No, 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 no. That's, uh, they're, they, don't, they don't make sense. They're great people. Shout out to Candy. Candy and Mike. Candy and So wait, Mike. you two are brothers? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can you tell? Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. What's up? What's up, Cash? I could almost see Heller. Like I got Heller to... looks more like yeah, my, I know. He's, yeah. he's kind of the missing link between you two. Yeah, like yeah. I can see Heller and you being brothers. Wait, well then, which and way? I can see Adam and Heller being wait, wait, brothers. No, but then which way does the evolution I... go? Does it go that way or uh, does it go that? Because way? of my uh, nose, oh, I've been asked oh, if I've been oh, Jewish <laughs> like six times I'm in my sorry, life. Adam, can you repeat what you just said? Everybody, Be- total silence. For because of my nose, I've been asked if I've if I'm Jewish. Thank you, Adam. Adam just said, because Jewish? of his nose, he's been asked if he's Jewish. Well, it's been a lot of fun hanging out. I want to thank Matt Pryor, Tony Thaxton, Travis Miller, Greg Heller, Mike Henry, and the producer. Drum History is Tuesdays at 10. Epic Neil Empire Saturdays at 10. Everyone has things. Everyone has things. Really, if anyone's made it this far, they're not about to tune in. Goddamn meltdown. Oh, yeah. We watched the meltdown. It was on last night. Wednesdays at 1230. Uh, Neil's bragging uh, about his time slot off microphone. Also, because Tony Thaxton didn't get to plug Felice Navi Pod on the Weird Al episode. Yeah. uh, It's because he didn't talk at all. I listened to that on the plane. He was so nervous. (laughs) He was so scared the whole time. I was excited. Excited. Yeah, yeah. And and then fucking up the audio. Oh, by the way, I I, I I rode my bicycle to... The record store to Irresponsible Records and tapes the day that Dare to Be Stupid was released. That's fun. Oh, awesome. Final. Yeah, yeah. That's still, yeah. That's- I rode my bike when his when his uh, when his box that came out permanent record. I rode my bike to go buy it. I'd save money for it because it was expensive, and then I saved money for it. I got it. I was riding back and I was going over a bridge over a canal, and then the bag with the box in it went into like one of the bars along the side of the bridge, the bike oh, lane. It oh, stuck in, and then my it brought in my uh, handlebar. Yeah, and then my, I hit my handlebar into the. Uh, you know, individual bars, and then I flipped over and fell into the water. <laughs> is, so I swam to the. I swam that to is the. So hitch. emo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, you guys were big on makeout club. I'll tell you that. I just I always used to hear my favorite uh, my favorite mixtape with my favorite uh, Get Up Kids songs while driving with the windows down in the rain. Uh, <laughs> I say I think though still the highlight of my career is when we were in the emo game. Did you ever see the emo game? No way. It was this like 8-bit like video game. Oh, yes, I do remember that. Where uh, Robbie gets fucking kidnapped by Steven Tyler and raped by him. Yeah, I saw that shit. And it's like you have to go like, oh, God, it was all this soda shit. Like you had to beat the dashboard level and he was like throwing vaginas at you or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And they had the whole like the curse of the third record. (laughs) What was the record? That was the joke at the time. Like everyone was like, "Oh, the third record always sucks." That was our. That's what happened to us too. You know right, what's that's that's, that's completely wrong. Isn't uh, Jimmy at World's third record "Bleed American"? No, the third one is "Clarity." Actually, "Clarity" is a fucking great it's record. A great record, but it you know didn't.
Oh, it wasn't Bleed right. American, uh, or it's not Bleed American. Oh, it's it's self-titled. self-titled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of 9-11. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Bleed American came out, I've said this before, Bleed American came out three times. Uh, it came out three times. Uh, once on Grand Royal, Grand Royal went under, so Capital? Yeah. No, it wasn't Capital, it was DreamWorks. DreamWorks picked it. They were on Capital originally. Yes, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that was Grand Royal. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then the, you know, like Grand Royal went under, and then it came back on uh, DreamWorks. And then uh, 9-11 happened, and then they had to take it back off the shelves and put it back on as a cell See, you know what's worse, though, is that, like, Super Chunk had, uh, what's, I can't remember the name of the record. On the Mouth. No, no, no. They had a record that came out, I believe it came out on September 11th. It had something about, like, planes crashing. New release day. It had lyrics about planes crashing into buildings on it and stuff. No, there was a bunch of records. So, uh, Strokes had a record, Rock too. in the Suburbs came out on 9-11 also. Rock in the Suburbs came out on 9-11. Um, I Am the World Trade Center had an album. Uh, that no, came out. Really? Wasn't that Wilco album like a week and a half before? Well, the Wilco album is kind of sticky because it was done for a while. Oh, oh, was that Summer yeah. Teeth? Uh, no, it's no, way after Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. The Coup had a record that came out that had those two pictures of the plane. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a reflection of a plane and made it look like it was. And then glitter, the glitter soundtrack. From right here, that really took us. You know what? I think America would have loved to be distracted. Yes, you know what's you know what's crazy? There was stickers. We had stickers at the record store I worked at that said "Remember September 11th, 2001." And they were promotional stickers for glitter. And so, Mariah Carey is yes, Cash. (laughs) I'm still formulating. (laughs) Yes, really got a piece. So I'm hoping we wrap it up soon. Uh, I believe Slayer's "God Hates Us All." uh, Oh yeah, uh, came out on September 11th. That's right, because uh, I was working at the record store and a guy came in and uh, he was like, "Ah, my God." This is insane what happened. This is, I just can't believe this. It's just like, I know people in New York, I just. How is that new Slayer God Hates Us All? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. All right. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, listen to Nothing to Write Home About, which is the uh, Matt Pryor podcast, which I also check out all of his solo stuff, all of his. Uh, you know, we brought him a guitar, we didn't have to play any songs. How does that make you feel now? Shouldn't have even mentioned it. Would you play a song? Just one song. Do I have to play this shitty kiss song? Yes. <laughs> I, that wasn't the plan. Keep playing. Hey, <laughs> And then uh, also, Police Navi Pod, Tony Faxon's podcast, soon to be on a major network. Um, there's also, uh, you know, Trump History with Neil Mahoney. There's uh, Epic uh, Neil Empire with Cash Hartzell and Drake Heller and Mike Henry. And then there's Adam, uh, who's uh, just having a great time. He's got a girl. What? Eat at Dino's Deli, which is a great, great sandwich. And then a Travis Millard. Uh, uh, Travis Millard is uh, an amazing artist. Go check out FudgeFactoryComics.com. No more. Just my name, Travis. Travis Miller. It's, it's easier. It's easier. Yeah. And uh, Travis will be coming back soon. Where we, we're going to have a weekend barbecue tattoo session uh, with Travis Millard and Jay Howell. The first I'm hearing it. Uh, we we drunkenly talked to Jay. We drunkenly ch- talked to Jay about it uh, at a party recently. <laughs> Are you ready? All right, well, uh, Craig, what do you want him to play?
Wait, no, 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 Matt, Matt, what do, what do you want to play? I don't care. No, you clearly do, because you wouldn't... Re- yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's, uh, anyone who, uh, so uh, if you want any merchandise, go to Journal Radio, to, uh, the merch, merch table, um, bluecardistro.com, uh, located... Buy stuff there, too. Yeah, you can also buy Matt Pryor uh, stuff there as well. Go to travismiller.com. Um, and also, yeah, yeah, so let's uh, bring up all of our mics towards <laughs> supersonic sound. I trust as far as I can spit, breathe deep into it. New York night life isn't shit without a story for it. Don't think much impresses me like a drunk celebrity. Just fall down and fall asleep like the rest. You way hey out. Don't bother picking up your tab. It's a, a stakeout. You're hanging on with bated breath. You're just milking this to death. So Santa have to disappoint. It's not a selling point. They're better in this joint. Everyone's a friend. Now the nightlife isn't great. Seem to be irate. I don't have tolerance for fakes. What's to say? You way. Hey, yo. Don't bother picking up your tab. It's a stakeout. You're hanging on with bated breath. You're just milking this to death. city I was in, there was an actor soaked in gin with an entourage. This is my home away from home, get a bar stool of your own, watch you singing like a stone, what a sight, you way, hey out, don't bother picking up your tab, it's a stakeout, you're hanging on with bated breath, you're just milking this for what little we possess And the other pays the cover It wouldn't be the same An access It's destined to impress You can follow every model You always try to hover near Access What little we possess And the other pays the cover It wouldn't be the same An access It's destined to impress You can follow every model You always try to hover near fame Holy shit! That was, that was super cool. <laughs> oh man! It's an appropriate song for Los Angeles. No, 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 no. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you said the word entourage, which is what we're all about. It's about New York, but it's definitely appropriate for. Oh, is it about New York? I always assumed it was about Los Angeles. Always. Did you ever go to Lucy's in New York? I don't know. Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.